0: 10, 10, 9, 9 8, 8, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 4, 3, 2, 3, 2 1. 1. Let's
1: go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Woo-hoo. Mix 94.1.
2: Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday. It is April 25th. Thank you so much for being here on this Monday morning as we kick off the week, so glad to have you here. Thank you guys for all the nice check-ins. Hope you all had a nice weekend. Good morning. Good
3: morning to you. You know, it's the little kind gestures that go so far. Again, we do not have assigned parking spots here at the radio station. You can park anywhere you want to. but I'll
2: Always have to preface that. Yes.
3: <laughs> Every time we bring this up. But someone has been parking in, in Mercedes spot for the past couple of days. And so this- Which is
2: fine, and I'm not mad about it because yeah. I think I might know who it is. And they had mentioned to me that they might be parking in my spot for various reasons. And I was like, "Oh, thanks for the heads up. Yeah, no worries."
3: So they knew, but they knew about like who's who's like she knew that that was kind of the, the area you prefer to park in. <laughs>
2: yeah, and she was going out of town, and she was she was going to leave her car at the radio station. And she's like, "Hey, I know you usually park in this spot, and I was going to be leaving town, and I was going to leave my car at the radio station." And the security cameras are like only focused on the spot that you park. Would you mind if I parked in your spot? Um, I would park there on Friday and then it, uh, and on Monday too and I was like well it's not even my spot but yeah that's really nice of you to give me a heads up she's like I just didn't, I didn't want you to be like oh my gosh she's parking in my spot and I'm like well it's not my spot but yes totally that's totally fine so yeah the car is still there but I thought that was really sweet of her to, to just kind of give me a heads up about that that was really sweet
3: well she knew I'd tell it probably that's why she did <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. but anyway let yeah, the air so, out of those tires right no, now I'll get her
2: but the car is there <laughs> This morning. So yes. Mercedes
3: pulls in and we kind of pull in at the same time. I'm a couple seconds behind her. I'm not even paying attention but as I go to park that's when I realize I'm like I'm, I feel like I'm parking farther farther down than I normally park and that's when I realize one that car was in your spot but two you gave me my spot. You left a spot open because normally Mercedes spots, parks in spot one I park in spot two. So today Mercedes skipped spot two parked in spot three I ended up parking in spot four but at the end of the day you left me my spot open and that's a kind little gesture that goes a long way.
2: Well I was uh, when I um when I parked, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to par- I'm not gonna sit get in your spot, so you have to move down. But then when you came, I was like, why is he not parking in a <laughs> spot? I just left it open for him. As a parking lot, <laughs> I feel really
3: <laughs> far away from the door this morning. Oh, <laughs> look what you did. That's uh, very nice of That's you.
2: all right. Well, some lucky person's going to show up and like, hey, I get spot two today. Yeah. What's going on here? But, yeah. So how was your weekend?
3: It was good. It was nice. It was, uh, you know, Friday was Mercella, and that was just, we, we heard the Donnie Osmond interview a couple minutes ago. That was just, that was a blast start to finish. What what a busy, busy show. But when it was all said and done, man, what a day. Friday morning was just so much fun. And then you and I got to do Walk for Wishes at Town Square Saturday morning. And we didn't do it last year was a virtual it was a walk, but we weren't there. It was kind of a virtual thing. And yeah. the year prior, um twenty twenty did take place, but right after it took place is when everything got shut yeah, down.
2: Yeah, that was like when the world closed down. It
3: was like an awkwardness too, I remember in twenty twenty like like it was like people were talking about COVID and coronavirus. But we still did the walk and it was a great success in twenty twenty um, long story short, it was great to be out there on Saturday. So many people came out there. It was just a blast being out there on Saturday morning. And they raised a lot of money, too, which is the ultimate goal.
2: Yeah, we had a great time. And just going back to Mercella, yes, yeah, so what a fun time. And, again, thank you to you guys for putting together such a fun show. Um, I had so many people talking to me about it over the weekend. Just like, wow, that was so much fun to listen to. And I was just like, I, I couldn't believe it. It was so much fun. And, and thank you to everyone who sent me messages messages on social media and email and oh my gosh that was just so much fun and walk for wishes was a blast yeah we had we had a great time out there
3: How was the rest of Marcella on Friday for you
2: It was uh, Friday was good it was uh we went out to dinner it was kind of low key the rest of the weekend my my poor husband he is having um a major tooth issue oh. like it just bad and it got to the point this weekend where I was like We're going to have to find like an emergency dentist because it it was he was he was in tears like it was painful. So he uh, like a month or two ago, he had a root canal on a tooth and it's gotten infected and it's like blowing up. It's bad. So last week he went to the dentist and the dentist is like, okay, we're probably going to have to extract it. But it got infected so bad that I need the infection to go down first. So he gave him some antibiotics and was hoping it would go down. Well, this weekend it still has Hasn't gone down, and it's gotten worse. And so Friday, he was miserable, and I could tell he was miserable at dinner, and he was trying so hard to, you know, be like. "Eh." But I could just see it in his face; he was in pain. Saturday, um, he had to work. I I was at Walk for Wishes and then my daughter had a volleyball tournament. He came to the volleyball tournament and I could just see it in his face. I'm like, go home. So he left, and it was just rough. And and so I I told him, I'm like, text the dentist, see if he can get you in first thing Monday morning. So right after the show, I'm running home. I'm taking him. The dentist said he's gonna they're gonna extract they're gonna it. it. Yeah, uh... they just, they have to. So it was rough for him this weekend. I he's calling in emergency painkillers. I'm running to the pharmacy trying to get him. So he can be comfortable, it was just it was really rough for him. I felt really bad, for ah, him. yeah,
3: that's not fun. And then the process today of having a tooth pulled, and then what, what they can do a bridge over do you think or find out it's
2: the very back oh. one, so he probably won't have to yeah. yeah, it's just it's the very last tooth in his mouth, but it was just and I could even see it in his cheek like it it's swollen. You can just tell, and he's just miserable, so I'm like trying to make him soup and trying to let him eat what he can. But Like, you know, we're at this really nice restaurant on Friday night and we're all eating, and he's just, he can only eat on one side of his mouth. He's Mm -hmm. miserable. It was just, I felt so bad for him. So it was a great weekend. I I felt so loved, but I felt so bad for him all weekend. You know, that's
3: no fun being having that kind of tooth pain where it just derails your activity and anything you do. I've been in a situation where I've taken antibiotics before and boom, they immediately work because it's infected, but pain, pain pills are not working and you can't escape that tooth pain. Oh, that is the worst. Yeah.
2: I haven't seen him like, that in a really long time Like just I could see the pain In his face so he was just Not in a good way so I'm hoping by the end Of the day today he will be in a much better Spot than he was this weekend
3: You know the pain is bad when you look forward to having That tooth pulled like it hurts yes. so bad I, I, I cannot wait to get that pain out of My mouth by yanking that tooth out of there I think that will actually make the process today a little bit Easier for Matt knowing that when it's all said and done Tonight the pain's going to be gone
2: he's never Looked forward to going to the dentist like he Looks forward to today yes. he's not I mean, and I was telling him, I'm like, you text him right now because he had an appointment for that to happen on Wednesday. I'm like, we cannot no. wait till Wednesday. <laughs> it's not happening. So that should be interesting. We shall see. But we have a lot of other stuff that happened over the weekend, a lot of stuff to get to this morning, including your tickets to Disneyland coming up. So don't go anywhere, but let's kick things off. Time for the pre show, you pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear? Black or White by Michael Jackson. Baby, Do you want to hear A Bittersweet Symphony by The verb? Do you want to hear Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus? Those are your choices. All you have to do to get your vote in is uh, vote. You can do that a couple of ways. You can do that on our Facebook page. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM, or you can call or text us at 702-364-9400. We are going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1.
1: Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1.
3: Last week in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, Amber's attorney claimed that Amber carried a concealer palette from Milani Cosmetics during the entire relationship to cover bruises that Johnny caused. Well, Milani Cosmetics has entered the chat to call Amber out. They posted a TikTok from their headquarters and said, quote, you asked us, let the record show that our correcting kit launched in 2017. Johnny and Amber's relationship ended in 2016. So there's no way Amber was carrying around this drugstore makeup palette unless... I don't know, she, she, maybe she got confused with a different makeup palette she was carrying around, but she called Ooh. out that brand specifically. They're like, that's great, but we didn't come out with that until after you guys broke up.
2: Yikes, that's uh, that's going to come back to bite her, the, the, <laughs> the lying under oath. Yikes. Oh, man, not good.
3: Oopsie. The new animated flick, The Bad Guys, won the box office with $24 million. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was number two in the box office. And studios are really, really happy with this because both of these are family movies, and the show's that kids and parents are returning to the theaters in greater numbers after staying home for much of the pandemic.
2: People are ready; they're I ready know. to get out.
3: Have you been to the theater since things opened back up?
2: I have not. No, there hasn't been a movie that's really kind of. Oh wait, no, that's a that's a lie. Did I see? I saw Spider Man. Yeah. In the theater. Yeah. I think I did.
3: You saw the movie for sure. Yeah, yeah. we know that. Yeah, you I definitely it. saw
2: that in the movie theater. Yeah, I did. It was so good. Yeah. I'm <laughs> having <laughs>
3: <laughs> It's Monday here. Yeah. Oh, you got a lot going on. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. For me, it was uh, the Batman, the Batman movie. For half of it, at least. 90 minutes.
2: <laughs> that doesn't count.
3: <laughs> it was, and it's out on HBO Max now. You can watch. Uh, yeah, Bat- I saw that. It's out there. And so my wife and I were kind of looking for something to watch last night. And Laura's like, oh, the Batman's out. Do you want to finish watching it? I'm like, ah, I'm not ready for it. Anytime. <laughs> a pregnant Britney Spears. She is going on a social social media hiatus. She announced this last night. She wrote on Instagram, I'm going on a social media hiatus for a little while. I'll say, I said my love and God bless you all. That was about 15 hours ago. Let's see how long it lasts.
2: Yeah, she's done that before and then three, day, three days later.
3: <laughs> well, she did some stuff over the weekend, I think, where she was talking about her ex, Kevin Federline, saying some things that she was in New York City and he refused to see her and something else and it was up there for a little bit and she quickly deleted it and now Kevin's attorneys are coming out saying, you better be careful of of posting the stuff that is not true. They're denying that whatever she said about him never happened, and they're kind of giving her like a warning shot, saying, listen, if you're going to post these things, you better be posting the truth, or if it's not the truth, just be aware. Kevin's not going to stand for this. He's going to stand up for himself.
2: Yeah, and uh, you're opening yourself up to potential lawsuits there, girly. (laughs) Settle down now.
3: Yeah, wonder if there's anything to do with her social media hiatus? So Bill Murray's latest movie, it got shut down last week, and we now kind of know why. A source claims the reason is that Bill Murray – was getting too handsy with women. This source says he didn't touch them in their, quote-unquote, personal areas, and his conduct wasn't illegal, but it made some of the women uncomfortable. They say he would put an arm around a woman, touched her hair, pulled her ponytail. Hey! Oh, my
2: gosh. Leave me alone. How rude. Isn't
3: that just but always in a comedic way? Still, I don't want you pulling pull them on my hair, dude. They, they, Just
2: anyone who touches my hair in a way like that, that like an aggressive way like that, it's like oh that's a that's a good way to to get me angry. I noticed something
3: over the weekend. I even said it too. When you and I uh, will pose for pictures, sometimes I put my arm around you, but I do it in a way that I think I'm pulling down you, like I'm pressing on your hair and kind of pulling it back a little bit.
2: I haven't noticed that before. I if you if you have it, it hasn't bothered me.
3: Well, I think I even said it over the weekend because at Maker Wish or somewhere we were posing for a photo and I felt like I was doing that. I go, oh, I'm so sorry. Am I pulling your hair? And the person that was like in between us is like, huh? I'm like no, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about Mercedes. <laughs> I
2: don't I don't care if I'm pulling your hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tug your hair all day
3: long. So it's interesting about Bill Murray. They shut this movie down last week. They're saying that things should pick back up, but that's the reason why they shut things down. And then, uh, we we'll got get time here. Sean Diddy Combs is going to host and produce the Billboard Music Awards. They're going to be here in Las Vegas. He mentioned this last week. MGM Grand Garden Arena, May 15th. You can watch it on NBC. But this is cool. Diddy will be hosting the show exactly 25 years after he won his first Billboard Music Award in 1997. For his multi-platinum "No Way Out" album, so 25 years later, after winning his first one, he's hosting and producing the show.
2: That's pretty cool. What an anniversary to celebrate! I mean, he's how is he at hosting though? It, have we has he hosted stuff before?
3: Oh, that's a good question. I, I don't know.
2: I, I'm wondering if he translates as a host. We know he's a great performer. He's an excellent producer. How is he a host? I'm excited to see how this works out.
3: And are you going to go? Because w- w- the rumor is that BTS will be there. And this is one of the award shows where I believe you can just buy. Can you buy tickets to her, or is it invite only? Um,
2: well, Grammys was invite only. Oh. You had to be in the music industry to be able to attend. Billboards? I'm not sure. I think it might be somewhat similar. Um, I, you know, through music connections, I've kind of put in my request to attend. So I don't know if that's going to pan out. We'll see. We
3: well, are in the industry. Industry.
2: Yes, I am. You're we'll in the see. industry. Well,
3: fingers crossed. And we will not speak of the name last week, but the cameo that our boss got you was that that was swept under the uh, under the under the carpet, right? There's no fallout from that cameo. I don't know what
2: you're talking about? We don't know. We Ooh. don't talk <laughs> exactly.
3: We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about the cameo that our boss got you for your birthday on Friday. We'll have more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour. It's Mix ninety four point one. It's Mercedes in the morning.
1: Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1611. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC.
2: Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Monday. It is April 25th. Thank you guys so much for joining us as we kick things off. Brand new week. How's everything going for you over there?
3: It's good. I was just talking to, to Steph. It's a little behind, uh, pull the curtain back. They made a little change of how we play, uh, how we do traffic with Mitch. And it's a slight change if I have to push some buttons here in the studio. And because of this, a lot of the times I'm missing the cue to fire this.
1: It's Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1 free ride Traffic.
3: So all of a sudden you just hear, you know, Mitch knows when to go. All of a sudden Mitch's traffic is just playing and there's no, like, open. There's no traffic music underneath it. So I, I came up with a solution I was trying to describe to Steph that we need a swoosh. Sound effect to insert so it could play over the air for a split second, but also would be an attention grabber for me to fire the traffic open yeah. in case I'm not paying attention to the commercial. A
2: little heads up for you to let you know what's going on. But I was
3: just trying to explain, like, what a swoosh sound effect is to her. Like, does that, Do you, when I say Mercedes, I need, like, a swoosh.
2: That's a lot of onomatopoeia going on right now. It
3: is. Oh it my is. My you on- know, I like to pee too.
2: Onomatopoeia. Swoosh. 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 Wow. Um, wow. wow. Yeah, it's like I don't know. How do you describe that? It's it, that's what it is. It's a swoosh,
3: almost like a drone, whoosh. like woah. Mm, oh, that say was good drone. right
2: there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you know, you know. If you don't. If you, you don't know, like, what are they
3: doing on the radio yeah, right now? Yeah,
2: exactly. So that was
3: have you ever hear just and, and probably no one's even picking up on the fact that there's no traffic bed playing. You know, they just hear the traffic, and that's what you want is the traffic. But in my year, I'm like, ah, Mitch is talking. There's no traffic bed underneath. It, it,
2: it's it. small things like that that if you're in the if you're in the industry, you'll, you'll pick up on. Otherwise, you might not even notice it.
3: And, and everyone from the industry is in town right now with I NAB.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's our, our big radio conference. It's in town. now. National Association of Broadcasters. It's not just radio; it's television too. And so they're all in town. So like all the important people, the, the people whose names are on our paychecks, they're all in town. And so I guess we're supposed to be good this week.
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't Why did they come here on Friday? Listen to Marcella, man.
2: <laughs> I got a text from our very first boss last night, and uh, he's like, "I'm at the stratosphere." I was like. Why? <laughs> did you
3: forget NAB was in town? I, I I
2: did. It wasn't. It wasn't clicking. I was like, why? And, and then he he just didn't even respond. I was like, okay. And then later on, like a couple hours later, it's was like, oh, NAB is in town. <laughs> but I'm like, why didn't he respond to me? Like, did he was he offended that I asked why? That's
3: all he wrote back was not like like great to hear from you or like oh you're in town. You just wrote why?
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, but then he just wrote i'm at the stratosphere not like hey how's it going hey i just want to let you know i'm in town <laughs> he just wrote i'm at the stratosphere Okay. Why?
3: Are you riding one of the rides? <laughs> You're doing the big shot around the world dinner. What are you doing up there?
2: It was just very simple, and so yeah. <laughs> then I clicked. I was like, Oh, he must be in for <laughs> Why? And then I didn't respond after that. I was like, Well, if he really wants to see me, then he can follow up with that. It's his turn to text now. <laughs> that is
3: kind of a weird reaching out to somebody just stating a fact. I'm at the Stratosphere.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. If I'm in town to see some, for instance, I was uh, in LA and one of my good friends, he lives in LA and he's probably listening right now. Uh, I let him know. I was like, hey, I'm going to be in LA. If you guys aren't busy, would love to see you. But if you are, no worries. You know, I let him know. I didn't just say, I'm in Santa Monica.
3: Not even like I am in the Marriott in Santa Monica hotel. No, you are staying I,
2: to- I, I gave him a little background about things. I you know I just, just throw that out there. You know, come on.
3: Maybe that's why he's a former boss. Lack of communication skills. My gosh! No, he's actually he's Meet now. He was the boss
2: that gave me my big break. So I I do love him, and we do have that kind of relationship where it's just like why? Oh, okay, <laughs> whatever. Me here. Yeah. So, so are you going to head down there for? Any- any of the festivities for NAB. For
3: NAB, I am not. No. I'm not doing any NAB
2: festivities. <laughs> are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I did one year. One year they uh, asked me to come down and talk on a panel, and uh, it, it, I mean, the convention center is so huge. So I got. I made sure I got there extra early so I could find my way to. Because it's like trying to navigate through that whole craziness was insane and so i found my way i found my way to the room and it was a cool panel was funny is that i was sitting right next to one of our other former bosses oh no way right (laughs) next to him and so we spent the whole time catching up and talking and stuff and i felt like i didn't really do justice to the panel they never asked me back after that (laughs) they're like oh she spent too much time chit-chatting with her old boss (laughs) how do they ask you mercedes panel now (laughs) They were, no, they actually were, they sent a very nice email asking me to do it. I'm at the stratosphere. Okay. Stratosphere.
3: (laughs) Okay. That's great. Uh, Let's talk about today's show because, uh, as you mentioned earlier, You're going to Disneyland. We have your Disneyland tickets coming up at the 9 o'clock hour, 9.40. That four-pack of tickets for you to Disneyland. When you win those, it gets even better. You qualify for a grand prize, which includes an overnight stay. So 9.40, that's when all that happens. It's Monday, so it's Beat Mercedes on Minden Monday. Your chance to win an $800 diamond pendant. From Mike Lee and Menden, Diamond Jewelers. I, I love doing this every Monday. Can you identify a song faster than Mercedes? We'll find out at 7 a.m. The panel, we texted yesterday, and we have your song, or the song, ready to go.
2: Oh, I'm very much looking forward to it. I always get a little nervous. Honestly, I get really nervous just doing the practice round against Steph, because Steph has gotten really good at this. <laughs> so I get really nervous for that. And then I think the adrenaline rush from that gets me through the actual round. It's like a preseason game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A
0: game. Yes. So
3: that happens at 7 o'clock, so about an hour from right now. And then up next is What's Trending. What do you have going on?
2: Post Malone gives us a preview of his new music, Billy Bites It, at Coachella. And why more people say they're trying to to date up. That's coming up next in What's Trending.
1: Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1.
2: Post Malone is trending this morning. So his new album, 12 Carat Toothache, it's going to be out any day now. And the singer took to Instagram Live to give us some teasers. He played a snippet of a new song called Happy, which is a collaboration with Doja Cat. Here's how that sounded. know when you I do, I do, I
0: do, I do. Good,
2: So what do you think? It sounds pretty
3: good. It sounds great. Yeah. He seems like such a cool and nice dude as well.
2: Yeah, he does. He He's just, he was so cute on this Instagram live. Like he, you could tell he's really excited for the new album to come out. And that's not the only collab that is going to be on there. He also confirmed collaborations with Roddy Rich, The Weeknd, Kid Leroy. Uh, he said that 12 Carat Toothache is going to feature 14 songs and it's due to arrive in May. May is next week, so we're counting yeah, down the days. Not, I it, know
3: it was this. I thought when he mentioned the title, I thought of your husband, Matt. Twelve carat toothache. The poor guy has a toothache oh, right now. Oh,
2: Man, he's got a really bad toothache. He's got twenty four carat toothache. Yeah, he's gonna. <laughs> he's not gonna have that much longer though. That tooth's gonna be gone today. Oh. Um, also trending this morning is Billie Eilish. Poor Billie, she took a spill at week two. Of, of oh, Coachella. she did? Yeah, <laughs> she took a big spill. She of course made a joke about it as she fell flat on her face after the stage has had gone dark now fans couldn't see it but they could hear it um it, it was just it was just so funny because she's such a pro I love how she uh, she always comes back she was talking about how she totally bit it she's like uh, I totally tripped I, I, she couldn't see where she was going but she still didn't miss a beat before she surprised the crowd with a very special guest here's what happened From Paramore with her, singing Misery Business at Coachella. It's a great surprise. Sounds so
0: good.
2: Now, I thought that Haley Williams said she was not going to sing Misery Business ever again. Because, was it Misery Business? Didn't she say in an interview that... She's done singing that song because it was, there was a a line in it that was like degrading to women or something like that. Oh, maybe.
3: Hey, Billie Eilish calls though.
2: Or maybe she changed the line Or something like that Could be I could have sworn Maybe it was a different song But I thought that's what I had read somewhere Anyway um, They performed Misery Business uh, Haley told the crowd That that was her first Coachella She was loving it And they sounded As you can hear Very good together
3: I had a buddy of mine That went to Coachella And he's not a Coachella type He's not like festival type But his, his girlfriend wanted to go So he lives in California And he went And I was following Their Instagram stories And they posted like a picture Of like She, she was all coachella out She looked stunning And he had some like Cool shirt on On and then like literally, as like the next photo is them inside Coachella and walked right into some dude that had the same shirt on, so he took a picture with the dude. (laughs) They're
2: they're both they're both like this will work.
3: (laughs) They got their Coachella outfits on and walk in like, hey bro, what's up, bro? Let's get a picture. We got a matching Coachella outfits.
2: Yeah, why not? Um, And then finally, this morning, dating up is trending. So a new poll just came out. It reveals just how difficult today's dating scene can be. Sixty percent of people say that when it comes to a potential new romantic interest, they're looking to date up or find someone who can improve their lifestyle, help them meet new friends or take more vacations. If you were not dating, would you want someone that could help you date up? Is that a priority for you?
3: No, it would not be. I just want someone to make me happy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, I want I want a better lifestyle, so I'm going to find someone who can help give that to me.
3: is it like a sugar daddy and sugar mama? Okay. Is that what you're looking for? Someone to kind of pay some bills and pay for trips and everything?
2: Well, I mean, it depends on how you look at it. I, I think we all want someone who will improve our life, mm-hmm. you know? But does that mean in a monetary sense or in just a general good energy kind of sense? You know what I mean?
3: Yeah no yeah but then so if you meet someone though you're single and you meet someone and they invite you on a lavish vacation would you feel guilty taking it within I the first would. within the first month first two months
2: yeah I would actually I don't know if I would accept it I'd kind of I I'd prefer to maybe pay my own way. Or if they said, hey, um, I want to take you on this vacation, then I'd say, okay, like you can get the tickets. Maybe I'll pay for a hotel. You know, I, I bit, just, yeah. I would feel weird about it. I know a lot of people would be like, are you crazy? You, you accept that. But I don't know that. Then I'd feel like I owed them something. And I never like feeling like I owe someone something.
3: Would you do a vacation within a month of dating someone?
2: That's a big commitment. Mm-hmm. Maybe separate rooms. I don't know. I, I, I feel weird sleeping in the same room with someone that I've only known for a short period of time.
3: And especially if you can't get out. Like if the things you get there and you spend the first 24 hours together, like, wow, this is not the guy for me or this is not the girl for me. And you're all of a sudden now stuck on vacation in Hawaii or something for the next week trying to get out of there. Oh, it'd be awful.
2: That's like I saw I saw a tweet about it the other day. And it's so true. And, you know, going through this with my kid right now, who's going to go off to college, someone tweeted something to the effect of, the whole college roommate situation is such an odd thing it's like basically colleges are saying hi you're two strangers now sleep in the same room together
3: it's not it they really put is. To
2: you and a stranger in a room and they expect you to just sleep in a room together and it, and it works but
3: do that in the real world though. Just like, hey, let's
2: Here, here the, here's a person. You guys sleep in the same room. Okay.
3: And no, I remember UNLV I had to answer like a questionnaire so my likes and dislikes. But yeah. it, it was very simple. Like I like the Dallas Cowboys. I enjoy watching wrestling and I'm a hotel major. My roommate liked the Chargers, didn't watch wrestling, and was like a political science major. I'm like, okay, they great match here.
2: They didn't even like look at your stuff. <laughs> They're just like boom. <laughs>
3: I love the Eagles, I hate pro wrestling, and uh, I disagree with hospitality. So
2: they basically are like hey opposites (laughs) attract why not (laughs) (laughs) and that's what's trending 694.1. Six ninety four point one. It is six thirty five. Mercedes in the morning. So this weekend sounds like straight straight out of a movie or something like the Sixth Sense. So I I see I see horses.
3: Yeah, it was it was it was a chaotic Saturday night for for Laura and I, and and, and I re, I don't want to believe this because it kind of freaks me out of, of how it happened. Saturday morning, I woke up before Laura went downstairs having some breakfast. She comes downstairs. I'm like, hey, I'll just sleep. She's like, oh got solid sleep, like, but I had a really bad dream, I had this dream that I was out, and I looked down at my phone, and I had all these missed calls and messages from Missy, who was one of our trainers at, at the barn, and uh, she's like, call me ASAP, and she's like, and I called Missy, and she told me to get to the barn immediately, because contact was sick, and she says, I couldn't get to the barn in time, and contact died in her dream and this is one of her horses i'm like oh my gosh i'm like that's awful she's like no i'm all stressed out about it I'm Like, but here's the thing though it's a dream it didn't happen life is grand don't wor- don't stress your dream let's go about our day so, I think you know where this if is. If
2: you if you analyze dreams, that probably means like, oh, you know, it's going to be a wonderful day. Yeah, it has <laughs> nothing to do with horses. Yes. Has nothing to
3: do with anything. So now, fast forward to, and she gets to the barn and she tells her trainer the story and everything, and and uh, she has a great ride with with contact and does her thing. So Saturday night, she's got a coworker in town, so she goes out. Laura goes out to dinner with her coworkers, and I, and I stayed home at, at the house and just kind of hanging out the house. And I was upstairs, and I come back downstairs, and I look at my phone. And there's missed calls from Laura, there's messages from Laura, and there's missed calls from her trainer, Missy. So I'm like, oh boy. So before I can even react to any of them, the phone is ringing, and it's Laura. And I pick up, and she goes, where have you been? I'm like, I was upstairs for not even five minutes. She's like, we're trying to get in touch with you. Contact her horse. Is colicking. And that's not a good thing. If a horse is colicking, it's, it's a stomach issue, digestive issue. There's certain degrees of colicking. She's like, he's colicking really bad. They're trailing, they're going to get the trailer and take him to the equine medical emergency room right now. She's like, Missy's been trying to get in touch with you. And I'm like, okay. And she's leaving. She's at the Park MGM. She's leaving, trying to get a car to come meet me and trying to figure out do you come home? Do you go right to the, to the equine center? And then she says to me, the dream, the dream. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, the dream is coming whoa. true. So I don't even have time to like, process the dream and that it's actually taking place so i immediately call her trainer missy and the first thing she says to me she goes it's the dream i'm like this is nuts and um so the, at the end of the day contact is fine we caught the colicking in advance uh, early enough to, to correct everything but we had to get over to the barn trailer him to the uh the desert equine center where they took care of him gave him the medication everything is fantastic but It literally was the dreams he had the night before happened on Saturday night. She said she was at dinner at Park MGM. She had her phone in her purse. She was just focusing on the girls and the dinner. And she said she looked down in her purse and saw her purse was kind of lighting up. And that's when she reached in from her purse and saw missed calls and messages from her trainer, Missy, trying to get in touch with her to tell her that contact was sick.
2: That is so crazy. Have you ever had some sort of premonition like that where you saw or dreamt something that actually turned out to be true, that actually happened, or even looking at it in another way. And I don't want to say that this necessarily happened, but do you ever think like because you said something it happened because you put it out in the universe that it happened like does she think like oh because she said it out loud that manifested universe, it? the universe heard it and then it made it happen like I always worry about some of the things I say out loud because I'm afraid or even think uh, you don't even have to say it out loud sometimes I'm like if I think that it's going to happen mm-hmm. you know that happened to me one time I remember I, it was on this show and I was all bragging like I haven't had a speeding ticket in years. year <laughs> <laughs> days later. i a speeding ticket. I was like, I'm never going to say that again. <laughs> don't say it. I know. Take those words back right now, by the way. I I am very humble to the universe and I understand the universe's power. So I will, uh, I don't underestimate that. You know what I mean? I always think about stuff uh, just manifesting, you know?
3: I agree. I completely agree. Cause, cause after the fact, Saturday night, we got home, we were at the the vet for a while and just, you know, make sure everything is okay. We finally got home and she's talking about the dream and the, she's like, it's a premonition. She's like, what if I have a power? I'm like, no, you don't have a power. Cause <laughs> I don't want that stress. I don't want her waking up the next day. I had a dream about you and you did this. I mean, it could just be a, you know, chalked up to a coincidence that it took place. There was a lot of factors that lead into colicking and all those factors were kind of there last week. So maybe it's a coincidence, but she was talking about it with her trainer. Like what would happen? Or like you, you know, just, you know, if you can't get in touch with me and she was telling her trainer, make sure you call JC immediately or do this or do that. And yeah, maybe they're talking about it enough where contacts like, Oh, you want me to get sick? Okay. I can do that. Oh, we can play that game tonight,
2: what does that mean, though, when, when uh, they get colicky?
3: Or, yeah, colicky. It's not, is it
2: colic like a baby gets colicky?
3: Well, how's a baby colic?
2: Well, when they cry a lot and they feel gassy and stuff, and and it, 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 is it the same thing? Yeah, it's,
3: it's a stomach issue. So the horses don't vomit. So if there's anything going on with horses, they, they they have to pass everything. They have to they have to poop it out. And so with colicking is pretty much it's like extreme constipation where they're not stuff is not digesting. And since they can't vomit, it's just kind of sitting there and getting locked up. And if you don't get it treated in time, you just, just their stomachs will burst. And then that's oh, the gosh. End. It's, it's, it's deadly. Colic is deadly. Deadly. And there's different forms that you can tell if a horse is colicking. that you check their stall. If there's no poop in the stall, you're like, okay. You give them certain vitamins and oils, and you walk them a lot to get things moving. We have someone that checks on our horses every night, um, Sydney, the sweet girl. If it wasn't for her, we'd be in an awful situation. But she checked on contact and noticed that there was no poop in his stall, so that's a bad sign. But secondly, he kept trying to lie down, and that's not a good thing for horses, but also lie down and roll, meaning his stomach was so uncomfortable he was trying to get pressure off of it. Oh. So she picked up on all these things and immediately took action. Because of that, we were able to take care of contact, and and he's fine now. But, yeah, colicane is not fun. And and a lot of it has to do with weather changes, going hot to cold, hot to cold. It kind of affects their digestive system. And we had that last week. Remember, Monday was cold, and it's hot. So all these factors came into play for the colicane to take place. He's okay, though. He's great. Um, We kept him over one more night for observations. We pick him up today. He's grand. Life is good.
2: You pick him up. I mean, you just throw him in the backseat? How do you pick up your horse? I go after work. You're taking Matt to the uh, dentist. I get in the back, contact. We'll <laughs> put you in the back of the, the car. <laughs> let me let me move the seat so you can fit back in there. <laughs>
3: well, the guy that hauled him over from our barn to the the vet, we're calling him as we're racing over. He's like, yeah, I, I left him there. Like you left him there? Would you tie him out to a tree out front? <laughs> I just dropped him off.
2: He's good. He's all roaming around. <laughs> just uh, walking I'll, around. I'll just I'll wait. <laughs> I have no problem waiting.
3: So all is good. But premonitions. Woo. That is stuff.
2: scary. Wow. I'm glad he's okay, and I'm sure that was stressful on you guys, too. Yeah,
3: that's not how I was planning to spend my Saturday night. Oh, I bet. Jeez. Hot three is coming up next. What do you got for us?
2: Well, the Golden Knights playoff hopes. Oh, they're growing a little bit dimmer. We're going to talk about their big loss last night. Also, people that have this are more likely to have road rage and a bride and their her caterer decided to have some fun with their wedding guests. Well, the wedding guests did not have any fun when this happened. We'll tell you what happened coming up next in the Hot 3.
3: Big ninety four point one. 4.1, it's Mercedes in the morning, Monday morning, so it's Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Your chance to win an $800 diamond pendant from Michael amended Diamond Jewelers right after the Hot 3.
1: It's time for the Mercedes Hot Three on Mitch 94.1.
3: The hot three is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
2: Well, the Golden Knights, their playoff hopes are getting smaller and smaller. They lost last night. Five to four. In a shootout loss to the San Jose Sharks, they rallied late, the Sharks did, to get the victory. Vegas lost a 4-2 to lead with a little more than two minutes left in regulation. It was brutal. I mean... It it just looked like, oh, yes, we got this one done. Like, Mm -hmm. nice, let's go. And then they scored late. It was like, wait, what's happening? What is going on? Vegas settled for one point instead of two. And the stunning defeat damaged its fading playoff hopes with three games left in the season. Dallas can eliminate the Golden Knights by beating them in regulation tomorrow. San Jose already was uh, is eliminated from playoff contention, but they snapped an 11-game losing streak against the Golden Knights, and boy, did they love... Beating the Golden Knights, you could see the joy in their faces last night. It I, was. Ugh.
3: Did you watch the game? Yes.
2: <sighs> did you watch it? I did not. I, oh, but I, I saw, so
3: upset. But I saw the highlights this morning with them them tying it with less than a second left in the game. But I did see on social media Sunday how just amped San Jose was coming to, to, for this game to play because, like, this is our this is our chances. Play spoiler. This is the biggest game of the year for us. They were all in last night on trying to beat them. Man, they did last night. They
2: hate the Golden Knights yeah. so bad, <laughs> and the feeling is mutual. <laughs>
3: So, this just adds to that hatred um, adds to that rivalry, my gosh, so if one it, second
2: left yeah and and then there was that that opportunity for mark stone to to score on the empty netter and it wasn't able he wasn't able to get it in there and it's just oh man, it's just heartbreaking it's just i don't know, I feel bad for the guys they just they just seem down. They, they just seem down on themselves, but
3: they're not. Like they're not. They're still. They're still. They're they, still they have this, to win this, outright. They have to it. win
2: all the games. They cannot lose to Dallas. They cannot lose to Dallas.
3: You might. But do they? If they do, they need help. Or if they win out, they're in.
2: If they win out, they're in, I believe.
3: Okay, so three games left. Yeah. All right.
2: Uh, We can maybe check in with Dave or Shane later if they have some time this morning and and get the full run. Yeah,
3: yeah, we've written for anyone else, but I know tomorrow night's going to be a big game against Dallas.
2: Yeah, for sure. Also this morning, a new study has found that half of us engage in at least one form of road rage, but one group of people is even more likely to do it. Parents, (laughs) 53% of kids under 18 or 53% of people with kids under 18 have road rage compared to 46% of people without kids. And even for people with kids over 18, it's 49%. 56% of Americans think that driving angry is justified. At least sometimes men were more likely to agree than women and people in Western states are the most likely to agree with that. Um, some of the top road rage things that we're most likely to do, shouting or laying on your horn, uh, criticizing or threatening gestures, <laughs> like giving someone the finger, <laughs> I guess, uh, tailgating someone on purpose or just to annoy them, and cutting someone off or blocking them from merging. Those are some of the big road rage things that we do.
3: You are a parent. Any road rage incidents in the past year or five years? Any anger? Can you look back? I'm you must know see like a rager.
2: I don't. I'm not a rager. I try to avoid confrontation. People, I got raged yesterday. I was uh, I was coming off of the 215 onto Sahara, going east, and uh, I was at the light right by, you know, downtown Summerlin, where there's all those, like, restaurants and little shops, and I was at the light, and I got a text, and I did look down at it, and the light must have turned green as soon as I looked down, and the guy behind me... Ugh! I was like oh geez sorry I I was like I don't I don't even know who it was because immediately I was like all frazzled like I'm so sorry I don't I mean I don't it could not have been green that long I know it Uh wasn't I was just like
3: I'm going here we go you know people are so anxious to get going and there's just the and and was it the anger honk or the because there's that there's a play
2: like hey heads up
0: no it was the anger honk he he
2: sat on it for a good three seconds I was just like whoa okay you're in a hurry (laughs) let's speed up to the next red light here we are and just continue to wait together and then i didn't i still didn't look at my phone because i was so paranoid about (laughs) it (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um finally this morning a bride secretly drugged the guests at her wedding with help from the caterer and and she was surprised That everything went south. So this 42 year old woman named Danya Svoboda, she got married in February and the reception featured a dinner that was laced with marijuana. Apparently, it was added to the olive oil, which was served alongside the pasta. The caterer was 31-year-old Jocelyn Bryant and the owner of a place called Jocelyn Southern Kitchen, and she was in on it. Both Danya and Jocelyn thought it would be funny and that the guests would be excited and thought it was a gift. So the guests say they were not informed that the food had been spiked and it wasn't long before they started feeling high and sick and confused and paranoid. A 69-year-old woman told cops she had no control over her mind and body and that her mind was playing strange things in her head and that the best man was so stoned he couldn't even talk. The groom reportedly had no idea that this was happening so it's hard to see this marriage working out. Um, several guests were hospitalized. Everyone made a full recovery, but both Danya and Jocelyn are now facing felony charges. I would
3: be livid if that that happened. I'd oh, be so mad. I would be so angry. In case of the giggles too, but I'd probably be, <laughs> I'd be angry after the fact.
2: You know, I I was thinking about that. It, it, one of the biggest things at the end of a wedding is getting people to finally go. Do you think people are gonna leave at this point? They're gonna be too tired to leave. So how are you gonna get your guests to finally leave? Wanted to eat more. Where's We need more food. Exactly. Got more cake.
3: <laughs> oh dear lord. Last one, right? Yeah, that was Ooh, it.
2: Here we go. It's time. It's Minden Mondays. We love our friends at Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers and Fashion Show Mall. Time to be Mercedes. And here's how it works. JC, Steph, they've collaborated. They've gotten a, a, a song, a little snippet of a song. And I'm going to try and guess a song. But you're going to try to guess it faster than I can guess it. It's not easy. I kind of know some songs. You know, you got some experience
3: <laughs> to the point where this thing started at $100. It goes up by 100 bucks every week. We're at $800, this diamond pendant from Mike Lee Men and Diamond Jewelers. And you correctly have to identify artist and title, and they've got to be spot on. You've got an artist and title, and you only have 20. We play the first 20 seconds of the song. If you go past 20 seconds with identifying without identifying it, you're out.
2: And then, the, if we're, we're both in that boat, then it still goes yeah, up. Yeah, it still goes up. <laughs> win-win, right? So, a, <laughs> go ahead. Well, I got a test
3: run for you and Steph to show everyone how it works.
2: Okay, so I'm going to step out and Steph's going to try it. Like I said, I get nervous because Steph has gotten really She's good. good, right? I know. <laughs> so, I'm going to step out and then give Steph a, a shot at this. Okay,
3: again. perfect. So, Mercedes is stepping out. This is how it'll work with you. Mercedes takes her headphones off. She can't hear. She turns on the TV. I'll bring in Steph. How are
0: you? I'm good. I'm a little tired today. I had a long weekend. In San Diego, so I'm a little nervous for this practice round, not going to lie. Are you making
3: excuses already? You haven't oh, even started? My gosh. Yes, I know. I'm already putting it out there. Darn it. It's going to bite me. So I'm going to start the song. As soon as you know it, say, got it, and we'll stop everything. Okay. It's identify artist and title. Are you ready? I'm closing my eyes. I'm tuned in. Okay. You start now.
0: Uh, okay. Um, got it. All right. So I know for sure it's you too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with. I, I'm just gonna say one. I'm, I'm blanking on the title, but I know it's you two. I'll just go with one, you two. Uh,
3: you got the band right now at the song. Uh, yeah. You two, serious ways. Ah, I knew it. 7.2 seconds. All right, let's bring in Mercedes. <sighs> okay. And by the way, Steph, if, you were hemming and hawing on your answer. I you
0: was.
2: Don't
3: I, say what happened, but you, once you you have to spit it out. You can't hem and haul. I, Steph, she ha- she ha- was I a hem I and hawed. She was
2: a hem and hauler.
0: Today oh. was a hem and hauler. So if I so
2: lose, are we going to take this into account? I'll take You can, you can hem and haul a little bit. Mm-hmm. You can hem and,
0: <laughs> I, I get to hem and haul.
2: <laughs> she was saying she's
3: tired, too, a long weekend in San oh, Diego. Yes. She's, laying oh, she's laying the ground door. She's laying the ground door. okay. Oh, wow, the pressure's on. Okay, let's do this. All right, Mercedes, I'm going to start the song and start the clock. When you know it, you say, got it, and I'll stop everything. Okay. And you start now.
2: Got it. Mysterious Ways, you two.
3: Mercedes, you're absolutely yes! correct. Good job, Mercedes. Okay. 1.4. And 4... I didn't have it all. You did not have it all. You, you did knew not. it right away. 1.4 seconds. Yes. 7.2 over here. <laughs> oh!
2: Oh, wow. Well, you know, she had a long weekend. I did, I did, I did.
0: And she then, got it wrong
3: too, by the way. She said u twos one.
0: Oh. And I knew I was wrong. I just had to come up with something. <laughs> well, I it, did. But you, but you got u two, right? Yeah. I did. Oh, I did. Hey, you're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Every week I'm just gonna say u two. I'm probably gonna be right on the band. I just gotta go through my playlist yeah, on the practice of rounds, right? Yes.
3: <laughs> so that's how it works. Your chance to play right now. We won caller 20, 702. 3649400 your chance to win an $800 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Men and Diamond Jewelers with Beat Mercedes
2: It is 704 and it is Minden Monday's We are excited cuz it is time to Beat Mercedes your chance to win an $800 diamond pendant Courtesy of Michael Lee Minden and Diamond Jewelers in the Fashion Show Mall. It is time to beat Mercedes and Teresa is our contestant this morning. Good morning, Teresa. Hello. How are you? Good I'm great. How are you guys doing? We are doing great this morning. How was your weekend? It was, it was okay. I was a little bit sick, but I'm
0: feeling better
2: now. Okay. I hope you're wide awake. I hope you're ready to go. I hope, you, I hope you beat me this morning. I really do. I'm sending you all the good vibes and the good wishes to beat me this morning, okay? <laughs> yes. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to step out. Uh, you guys enjoy your little conversation, and whatever it is that you guys do when I leave, and then um, I'm going to come back and we're going to do this thing, okay? Perfect. Shoo-shoo. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.
3: <laughs> Bye-bye, Mercedes. Let me turn that off here. Bring in Steph. How's it going, Teresa? How are you this morning? Oh, I'm
1: doing. I'm doing pretty good. A little
3: nervous. But... Don't don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Did you have your caffeine? Your coffee? You're wide awake. You're ready to do this? Yes. Okay. And you feel like you you know music very well. You have a, you have a, your finger on the pulse of music. Yes. Awesome. I love it. I feel I feel some confidence here. Do you not, Steph? As well.
0: I hear. I, I love it, Teresa. I'm rooting for you today.
3: Okay. Let's do some <laughs> test audio. I'm going to play. This is this is just some audio. I'm going to play down the phone line. I want to make sure that everything works and you can hear the song. Okay. So just let me know if you can hear this audio. Can you hear that, Teresa? Yes. Okay. Perfect. So you can hear the uh, the music. Okay, the next one will actually be the contest. The next song, I start. We're going to start it. As soon as you know it, you say, got it. And then we stop the clock, and you have to identify it by artist and title, okay? Okay. Okay, here we go. Let me reset some clocks. And we start now. Got it. Got it. Go ahead. I think,
2: did you hear my first got it?
3: Yes, yeah, yeah, no, we, 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 it. we stopped the clock immediately. We stopped the clock. 2.3 seconds. Oh, okay. What do you got?
2: Um, Sugar Ray.
3: Hang on. Oh, no, hang on. No, hang on. We, we got it. We need, we, we need this to need the title now. Uh, I don't even know. Ugh. Oh, no.
0: Okay. Oh. okay.
3: <laughs>
1: you stopped it with such confidence,
0: too. I was like, oh my gosh, she might actually have, yeah. oh, you know, someone might actually beat Mercedes. Yeah. Okay. Darn. All right, Teresa. Okay, hold on one second, Teresa. Okay. Hold
3: on one second, okay? That's tough. Okay. okay. All right. Let's, you know what? Let's smile and laugh. Like, yes. Because Mercedes can see me. Like, oh, yes, wow. I
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> here we go. <sighs> What's going on? Nothing. Why, why are you, you're happy
1: over there.
2: I see your smile. You can see it. You can see me. You can see me. All right. You ready, Mercedes? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. What's going on? I nah, will tell you you're afterwards. You're sneaky. What's happening? Okay. We'll tell you afterwards. Let me,
3: okay. I'm going to start it. As soon as you know it, you say, got it. You know the routine. Okay. And it starts.
2: Got it. Uh, fly. Sugar Ray.
3: Okay, Mercedes, you are correct. And you identified it in 1.8
2: seconds. Okay.
3: Now, Teresa, she stopped the clock at 2.3 seconds, and she only knew the artist. She didn't know the title of the song. Oh. So, Mercedes, you are the winner.
2: Oh. oh, wow, though. what? Why were you guys being all like...
3: Because I looked over and I saw you looking at me, and I, I, I remember that when you see each other, and I just said to Steph, let's really hype it up and look like we did something great yeah. here. I, I literally was like, just what? said that. Because I saw you banging the table with
2: your fist, and I'm like, what is happening right now?
3: We At the Aww. end, there, we, we were just laughing to hype it up so, as a visual to think like, wow. But, Teresa, great job. I mean, you stopped it. She knew it right away. She knew the oh, artist. It. She just couldn't get the title. And, and, uh, and unfortunately for you, Teresa, you lost. But for everyone else, this diamond pendant goes up to $900.
2: Yeah, nice try, Teresa. I I'm so sorry. Thank you. I, she, that was a valiant effort. And uh, yeah, that just means we go another week and that diamond keeps getting bigger and bigger. And we love that. Thank you. Michael E. Minden diamond jewelers in the fashion show mall. Go see them for anything you need from diamonds to smaller jewelry. We have the Mercedes by Michael E. Minden diamond collection that, that is out so many cool things over there. Um, and next week, $900. Wow, that's huge. <laughs> I love it.
3: Now, speaking of winning, you're going to Disneyland this week. We have your tickets at 940. Here are the details. Some exciting 4.1, Mercedes in the morning. Let's go back to Minden Monday really fast. You did that in, what, 1.8 seconds. That's pretty fast.
2: It's, I don't know. I, I feel like uh, sometimes on some of these songs, you're picking songs that you know that I'm going to guess
3: fast. I need to talk to the committee because we, we, we kick around <laughs> some other songs. I go for some deep cuts. I throw out like some deep cuts. Yeah. And then some ones that are kind of on the deeper side, like the, the Sugar Ray one. And then the committee always shoots down my deep cuts. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: I, th- I say go for the deep cuts, man. It's going it, to... It... I'm going to lose one of the board members I, here you, on the committee
0: Yeah, the board. You know, I'm going to get with the rest of the team. I agree, JC. We need to do some more of the deep cuts because sometimes you'll text and I'll be like, yeah, yeah, whatever the committee, the other committee members want. And I'm like, you know, no, let's go with the off chance of the other ones. Well, I, I there's a certain uh, genre of music <laughs> that
2: you will get me that will definitely get me. And I think you guys know what that is. Um so, if you ever want to stump me, I say go with that genre of music.
0: Okay. All right. I will put that in the back of my head. Foghead, it is. <laughs> Get her with classic rock. She's done. She's done. But then you play Guitar
3: Hero. So, like, slower. You know
0: songs I, from Guitar Hero. When, when's the last time I played Guitar Hero, JC? 2002? I mean, come on. Wait, Guitar Hero's been out since 2000, <laughs> too?
2: Well, I don't even know. When was Guitar Hero at? I did not guitar play Guitar Hero. You play all the time? That
3: and Mario Kart. We were two games back in the day. (laughs) What year was Guitar Hero?
0: Let's see. 2005. I am not playing Guitar Hero (laughs) You know what? I should have got that for you for your birthday, Mercedes. No. It's been a
1: while.
3: (laughs) Minden Monday. We do it every Monday at 7 a.m. We'd
1: never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1.
3: Well, look at this. Melvin... Townsend the third, the man who was punched by Mike Tyson on an airplane last week, has hired a lawyer. Matt Morgan, Townsend's lawyer, says his client is a huge Tyson fan who got overly excited. He went on to say that Mike, one of the greatest fighters of all time, should have exercised greater restraint. Meanwhile, a source connected to Townsend said he's still in shock and is trying to figure out his next move. So far, Mike Tyson hasn't commented on this situation.
2: I, it sounds like this guy... <laughs> plan this out perfectly and I mean innocent until proven guilty and no one deserves to be beaten up, but he was really instigating big time. Yeah, he
3: certainly was. And, and but there's a story too. Someone said that he threw water, a yeah. water bottle, but that's not on video. No one can prove that. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just someone's uh, own word against this Melvin Townsend. And but yeah, man, Tyson got up and just wasn't one punch. Tyson was having taken it to that guy. Yeah. The Kid Laroi is looking out for his fans, stopping his show after some concert goers they clashed on stage with security guards. So the Kid Leroy surprised his fans with he did a secret concert at the Lodge Room in L. A. Highland Park neighborhood. But during the performance, two people, they just got a little too amped and they got taken down. The two fans, they jumped onto the stage and security had to tackle them to the ground. They didn't get tossed out of the building, though. And the kid actually stopped the show to check on them. And here's what uh, that sounded like over over the weekend.
0: Pay attention to where we're
2: going. Are we all good?
0: Everybody,
2: let's back up a little, please. Back up a back little, up. back come up, on. back up, back up. Back up, come on. I don't want to keep someone to show yeah, but let's, up. Let's back up, let's back up, let's back up.
3: You know, it's cool to see artists doing that, paying attention to the crowd and something is happening. You know, they, they have the ultimate view and the ultimate power to stop stuff.
2: Yeah, I, I love his new single, Thousand Miles. We played it on Friday. I, Between that and the new Harry Styles, which we're playing this hour um, as it was, I am obsessed with those two songs right now.
3: We got some good music going on in the summer know. of 2022.
2: So good.
3: Oh, speaking of music, oh, I just lost the story. Oh, this is cool. So you can now own a cool piece of memorabilia from Super Bowl 56, a football that is signed by all the halftime performers is going on the auction block. Remember, it was Eminem, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, Anderson Pack. Uh, I went at 50 Cent signed it because he technically was one of the performers. He was, yeah. They're saying uh, Heritage Auctions, if you look that up, is where they're selling it. They're guessing it's going to go for about 1500 bucks, which to me, that's a lot of money, but it also seems cheap for all those signatures.
2: Yeah, it does. I wonder if it'll go for more than that.
3: And then uh, NFL Draft here in Las Vegas. Can you believe we have the draft here in town?
2: It's going to be crazy. It's already craziness. I mean, there's a lot of road closures and stuff mm. going on. But yeah, that's going to be so exciting. I, there's just such an energy. in the. There's just been so many events that have been bringing such a fun energy to, to town. I love it.
3: Well, this week we have the NFL Draft. We have NAB, huge broadcasting convention taking place. Also, CineCon. Is taking place. So you have all those Hollywood executives and A-list stars coming to town to debut their movies this week. That's happening. And then also, Tiger Jam is taking place this weekend.
2: So much. Wow. How do you keep track? This, I, this is not a city like any other city. <laughs> no, yeah. What other
3: town can say they have all that in one week? Yeah. I thought this was really interesting. So more than a few sitcoms have kind of overstayed their welcome. And there are certain tricks that they actually employ to kind of freshen things up and extend their lives for another season or two. The website Cracked.com broke down a few of them. So it, a show might add a cute kid. They go back to all the way to the Brady Bunch when they brought in Cousin Oliver, but the other kids were growing up, and they brought in this young, little, cute, adorable kid to kind of keep that innocence with the show. Hmm. The Cosby Show did that one point. Gibby's brother on Guppy on iCarly, they said it was another example of this. Another one is at a Cool Teen, kind of the same basic premise. Premise, slightly different vibe. They reference Happy Days with Chachi. But if you go back to Growing Pains, they brought in Leonardo DiCaprio to play a, a cool teen on that show.
2: I, uh, now I remember that vaguely, sort of.
3: Yeah, he was just a new actor at the time. He wasn't the actor we know him now, but yeah, they brought in DiCaprio. Stun casting, bring in someone famous to play a side character for an episode or a short story arc. They point out Brad Pitt, guest starring on, on a few episodes of Friends. Will Ferrell on The Office. Britney Spears, she had a two-episode run on How I Met Your Mother.
2: I don't remember that. And I watched that show. Britney Spears was on that. Oh, wait. No, I do remember. Okay. Yeah.
3: She played Abby. Yep. I remember. They do exotic locations. Um, Hawaii is a popular sitcom destination. They cast a full house. My wife and kids, Step by Step, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch all did Hawaii episodes. You do some guest stars with stars appearing as themselves, kind of similar to stunt casting. Uh, but they, just, they, they play themselves. Uh, the Big Bang Theory has a, had a bunch of celebrities. William Shatner, uh, Stan Lee, Elon Musk, Adam West, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Charlie Sheen. They had a bunch of uh, stars come on as themselves, not playing a role, just being themselves.
2: I like what they do that way. They're like, hey, it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And then the audience is like, whoo! <laughs> well, yeah, what's so funny is, though, fun. if
3: they're filming in front of a live studio audience and they mess up, they have to reintroduce them. And you have to get the same amount of energy. Yeah. Kareem, Bring oh that gosh. energy. Yep.
2: <laughs>
3: Coming up one hour for right now, we got Heads Up. And when you win Heads Up, you get tickets to go see Sebastian Menascalco over at Encore Theater this weekend. It's Mix 94.1.
0: Let's wake up.
1: welcome back to mercedes in the morning it's just
0: a great way to start a
2: day
1: on mix 94.1
2: i'm really sorry to hear this happened steph steph uh went out of town this weekend and uh you went to san diego and something kind of bad happened while you were there what happened
0: yeah it was a great trip overall but when this happened and it w- it happened the first night we were there it happened friday night we went out. We met up with friends. It was a blast. Whenever we see our friends, it's always, always such a good time. Um, and we were getting towards the end of the night. We were out in Hillcrest, and we went to the hot dog stand right after, right in front. We're like, ooh, let's get some some hot dogs. And is, is this so like good. a real hot
2: dog stand, or is this like a bar called the hot dog stand? <laughs> like,
0: I, I, I just wanted to make sure. I'm painting the picture. Uh, no, no, no. This is a true <laughs> hot dog stand. They grill the onions, fresh. Right. It's okay, right well, sometimes bars
2: have weird names, do they not? Like, yes. there's a bar in Denver called My Brother's Bar, and, like, people be like, we're going to My Brother's Bar, and we're like, your brother has a bar? No, no, it's called my brother's yeah. like yes. oh, everyone would get
3: confused no, I, it was it was that dog. sounds like a cool bar They're the hot dogs what do you want to do you guys want to, do guys want to, to the hot dog stand yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a booth at the hot dog stand the hot dog stand
0: <laughs> that's the best part <laughs> town and yeah. not this time true hot dog stand okay, gotcha right and it was um, me, my husband and two of our other friends their names are Casey and Ju- we- his name is Julian <laughs> <laughs> Casey and <laughs> oh my love oh. you didn't
3: tell us you had a celebrity running over the
0: weekend oh, couldn't get them from Urchella sorry <laughs> no, no <laughs> Casey and Julian, we're standing outside and um, me and Casey are in the front of the line and Juju and my husband James are in back of us. And we hear his phone drop like right on the ground and it's super loud to the point where everyone looks around like oh snap is everything okay and then i'm like babe your phone he goes oops sorry he picks it up i don't know if he puts it in his back pocket or his front pocket and we're walking back towards the car because casey and juju are going to give us a ride back to our airbnb so we're in the car we're getting situated we're like we got everything yep we're looking around okay cool my husband's like "Uh uh-oh Where's my
3: phone? If, oh, that if I got oh. the hot dogs.
0: <laughs> Even worse. No. <laughs> uh-oh. Casey <and> JoJo left. <laughs> Casey and JoJo. Gotta go back to the hot dogs, Dan. <laughs> no, but he couldn't find his phone. So we're looking everywhere. We're like, uh-oh. Well, you just had it. You dropped it. We told you. Come on, dude. Get your phone. And we're. he's like, I don't know where it is. I, I thought I'd put it in my pocket. So I'm putting my... Uh, I have him on my Find My iPhone. And I'm like, it says... Oh, uh-oh. It says your location's off. Oh, no. Uh, and, I'm like, it was just here. So, we're like, maybe it just takes a little time to refresh. Sometimes the location needs a little bit of refreshing. So, I'm looking. We're looking all over the car. We're looking underneath the car. We're, we're looking back at our tracks. Um, we're we're um, going across the street like we did our path. Nothing. So, we realized... That his phone was stolen within a minute of him just putting his phone in his pocket. Oh my gosh, like this. Someone took it out of his pocket? We think he got pickpocketed. <gasps> no way. Be, and we're trying we're really, really think we're like, all right, think about the how how the the situation happened when his phone was dropped oh, everyone was looking. Everyone, I feel like somebody was watching him, particularly as he was like, oh, that's my next victim. I'm going to get him. I mean, I might be jumping to conclusions here, but that was the last time we saw his phone. It only makes sense that someone was watching James and said, oh, he's already loosey-goosey with the phone. He's my next person. And so we went back to the place uh, the next morning and said, hey, just by chance, did someone return a phone? And they said, no, but we've been getting a lot of people That have been getting their phones stolen from this place.
3: The hot dog stands, that's like the place to steal phones.
0: I guess so. In the meantime, Casey and
2: JoJo are back there, like, what the heck? (laughs) Hopefully, this will come for you guys.
3: And well, how? Uh, you. <laughs> not her phone,
2: though. so
3: looking yeah. for it. <laughs> how? You guys are drunk? It's Friday night with your friends. You have a good time. You know, let me be we, honest.
0: Were, we were a little tipsy. I'm not going to lie.
3: Is there a chance that he, he just lost it? Do you think it was stolen? I, he dropped it on the ground.
2: Maybe it fell again. Someone found it, and then they took it. Well,
0: this is the thing. We went through our... We, we, we said, okay... You know, maybe it's lost. That was the first thing. It's lost. We're gonna find it. We're gonna go back to the place, and then we officially claimed it stolen when we were telling Casey and JoJo. Like, I've been looking for my phone. <laughs> that it, you know what?
3: You're telling me it's real.
0: It is real. <laughs> this this thing is stolen. It has to be. There's it just doesn't make any sense how it could be just lost. It would be in plain
2: sight. So they they turned off the location. Yes. Was it was it
0: locked? Did he have it? This the screen locked? The screen was locked. The screen was locked. Uh, We went on iCloud. We went we did everything single thing you can imagine when it's lost. We put it in lost mode. We texted it. We've called it. This is the thing that was weird when we were FaceTiming it. It went through. But when we called it. It went straight to voicemail.
3: Casey and JoJo, pick up. <laughs> 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 Found your
0: phone. I, uh, so have you kept, have you continued to do that? Well, we did up until Saturday night. We like, we got to give it up at some point. We're wasting all of our en- energy and our time and we should be focused on friends and family. This is a materialistic thing. We can replace it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was getting to the point where we were sharing our phone the whole time. And I'm like, all right, dude, I got to get my phone back. Like, we got to move on. So he's like, yeah, it's time to move on. We He went to AT&T yesterday right when we drove back into Vegas. And he got a new phone. So that's the thing that did come out of it is a new phone. You got an iPhone 12. It's cute. Um, but yeah we, we really do think that uh, it was officially stolen
2: oh that stinks yeah, Having, that you feel so violated and, oh, that's just the worst feeling I'm really sorry that would have way to end well start really if it happened on Friday night to start your vacation yeah
0: and like what the heck man be good people can't you just return it it was a full a almost fully charged battery just pick up like hey man yeah I lost your your Did, phone it was right could, here could
3: the phone have broke when he dropped it? And it's, it's like still in his pants that he wore on Friday night.
0: I didn't even think about that. What if the phone was broken? But why would it be going? Why would the FaceTime still be calling?
3: Because it's calling his iPad or something. But if you FaceTime, and you're connected. to Your iPad isn't good. Your iPad?
0: He doesn't have an iPad. Mm-mm. He doesn't have an iPad unless there's one iPad I don't know about. <laughs> what if it was in his <laughs> other pocket that he didn't check? <laughs> And it's still there, still there. <laughs>
2: and he's like, I've been oh, feeling this, this phone's going to turn off. I only checked up. my one pocket. <laughs> I didn't check my other pocket.
0: Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? You know, it do he does. <laughs> everyone does. Like the, everyone does the
3: double pocket. He does the. He just does the does one, one. pocket. pocket. <laughs> no, nope, not there, guys.
0: <laughs> not there. <laughs> not going to check my other one. <laughs> he puts on the pants t- a week later, babe. It was in my left pocket, not my right. Most
3: people find a dollar bill or five dollar bill in their pocket <laughs> sometimes when they
2: put the pants back on. Not James. He finds his iPhone. <laughs> he does. His Laundry he hears this clunking, clunking in the door.
0: Oh, there it is! <laughs> Oops, He's so mad, He's so mad. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all good. It's all good. It's materialistic things, you know. They really don't matter. They don't. Yeah. All that matters is you know
2: your loved ones, your friends, your family, Casey and JoJo. <laughs>
3: It's a star-studded weekend. It really
2: was. It really was. And they couldn't call in for
3: Mercello on Friday. Some
2: friends. Some I friends. I know. I do love that you call them Casey and Juju. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you
0: guys ever make Casey and JoJo jokes to them? Now I am. I'm going to see. They're coming to Vegas in May? I'm going to be like, why aren't you guys Casey and JoJo? When they get married, this is going to be your guys' song. I mean, seriously, it has to be their song. Please. Gosh.
3: The Hot 3 is coming up next. What do you got
1: for us? All
2: right. We are going to talk about how money can bring you happiness. How much? We'll tell you coming up. Also, a new study for you runners out there. Why doing this when you run is completely unnecessary. And a guy inhaled something when he went to the dentist. Ouch. We'll tell you what it was coming up next in the Hot 3.
3: New study 4.1 Mercedes in the morning. That new Harry Styles as it was coming up right after the Hot 3.
1: It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The
3: Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed.
2: All right, so can money actually buy you happiness? The answer is yes, if you make enough of it annually. That's according to a new study from the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania, whose research finds that people with high salaries often report higher levels of day-to-day and overall life fulfillment. Well, that seems like a no-brainer, right? That's unsurprising. But previous research actually found that the positive correlation between annual and salary and everyday happiness tapers off around $75,000 per year. Well, the researchers say that that old finding is wrong. The correlation does not appear to ever plateau. (laughs) What they found is that the correlation basically rises steadily in a slightly complicated way. Proportional changes have an equal effect. It doesn't mean that $1 matters just as much to Jeff Bezos as it does to someone earning minimum wage. It means 10% more money might have the same effect for everybody. So 10% for someone making $20,000 a year will make them just as happy as 10% more for someone making $2 million a year.
3: Oh, so 10% is the increase we're all looking for. Yeah. To keep that happiness growing.
2: Yeah, like a, a percentage can mean more happiness mm-hmm. for someone. Money and happiness are probably not mutually exclusive, but people with higher incomes often do feel like they have more control over their lives
3: yeah more control pay more bills get rid of some of the um some of the problems that might be stressing you out might be able to solve with more money not all problems can be but i think yeah i think happiness is an internal game but having more money is sure going to help that happiness
2: well when you have more money you have more options right yeah it, that gives you more options uh, and more choices to make which is always nice mm-hmm. but, you know uh, also this morning i know you're a runner and uh when you run do you do you use your arms a lot
3: Yes, I do. yes, yeah.
2: Your big arm guy? <sighs> yes, I do. Well, I, I hope people start jogging like this because this will be hilarious. A new study at SMU found that swinging your arms while you run is not really necessary. Researchers timed athletes while they ran 30, minute, uh, 30 meter sprints, so about 100 feet, and then they had them run like normal, and then again, with their arms crossed in front of them. <laughs> 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 Could you imagine seeing that? Let's do a video of us running <laughs> without using our arms today. Arms crossed. <laughs> or just b- by our sides. Straight by your sides, <laughs> it and board. It did make a difference, but just barely. They ran... seconds slower with their arms crossed, or less than 2% slower than when they ran normal. The researchers were surprised because the common assumption is that swinging your arms acts as a counterbalance and helps you pump your legs harder, which does appear to be true, but the effect is not as big as they thought. They found that when your arms are crossed, you automatically rotate your torso back and forth a little more to compensate. So maybe it's a better core workout, if you think about it. The real reason we swing our arms might be to limit that movement so our head and eyes don't bounce around so much. It's
3: like they, it was the Lord of the Dance. I feel like there's dancers with their arms crossed. Yeah, da, 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 that would be the funniest thing. I'm gonna try that tonight. A, we should do a video. And Just B, run with our arms crossed. I'm gonna try it at the gym tonight too. LVAC. What is that idiot doing?
2: <laughs> Just see see if you feel more of the burn in your core because you're using more of your core to compensate since your arms are not holding it back.
3: Shouldn't you have your arms out though, too in case God forbid you fall? It's kind of Just, can, well, don't fall. <laughs>
2: I just want to see the cross-armed person running. All right. Finally, this morning, if dentists make you nervous, here's one more thing to worry about. A 60-year-old guy in Kenosha, Wisconsin named Tom Josie was having a cavity filled a few weeks back, and he coughed while they were drilling his tooth, which ended up being a very big deal. He took a big breath before he coughed, and then the dentist realized that the one-inch drill bit that they had been using was gone. Sounds like it wasn't locked in like it should have been and came loose when Tom took that big breath. They figured he must have swallowed the drill bit, so he got a CT scan, but it turned out he actually inhaled it. So it was lodged deep inside one of his lungs. There wasn't an easy way to get it out, so they thought they'd have to remove a piece of his lung. But luckily, that didn't happen. His doctor decided to try a device that's normally used for finding lung cancer. It's basically a thin wire with a loop on the end, and they were able to snag the drill bit and pull it out. Tom's fine now, shouldn't have any issues going forward. He says he's not, he says he's got the drill bit in a little jar displayed on a shelf at home. Not clear. If he's switching dentists or not, but uh, he's going to be okay.
3: I like I did this story. In like three hours, your husbands are going to the dentist today. For kind of a major procedure, and you did this story. This this is perfect. I
2: had this prepared before. I realized that my husband was going to go to the dentist's office, and now as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, I should have done this at a different time. That I knew he wasn't listening. Darn it! Why? I, this this was really poor planning on my part. I apologize. But this
3: this is a Florida story, right? Because all this stuff happens down in Florida. Was this in Florida? Oh uh, so no, it was worry, Wisconsin. It was yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, you're good. fine. You're fine. The your dentist is good. You're solid. Yeah. Poor guys getting a, a tooth extracted today
2: yeah so we don't have to worry about drill bits <laughs> we're not drilling anything they're just distracting
3: <laughs> just yanking here in the eight o'clock hour there's tickets for you to go see sebastian maniscalco we have them for you at 8 25 it's
2: so the latest from harry styles as it was on mix 94.1 it is eight o'clock i am putting a bounty out there there is a video of me from the weekend and I know it's on video. Someone's got to have it on video. I want it. I will pay money for it. There's video of me falling on my butt on Saturday. And someone has to have it on video. I guarantee because I saw cameras were out at the moment. Um, they were recording something else. But I know... I bombed them.
3: Oh, we'll pay top dollar for this.
2: <laughs> so what happened? What happened? So it was Saturday afternoon. My daughter had a volleyball tournament. Okay. And oh, what was the name of the school? Ah, oh, I forget the name of the school. I have it somewhere. I'll find out. Anyway, so there, the, the way they were playing, it was at a middle school and there were two courts set up. And so there was the court my daughter was playing on and then the other court and as it happens sometimes when you're playing, sometimes the ball from the other game will get hit and it'll come bouncing onto the other in the other game and it'll mess up the play. The ref will call replay, they'll stop the play or whatever. And that kept happening in my daughter's game and it happened at like critical points. Uh And so they'd stop it. It was like so frustrating. And we were, these games were so close. Everybody was stressing out. The parents were like, Oh my gosh. So balls kept coming in from the other side of the court and messing up the plays. So after it happened like four or five times, I see another ball coming over from the other side of the court. They're in the middle of this rally, and it's intense. The score is tight. There's like a one- or two-point difference. I see the ball coming over. No one's moving towards it, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get up, and I'm going to prevent this ball from getting on the court. I'm going to kick it out of the way, and I'm going to save this play. It's not going to get interrupted. It's going to be great. So I get out of my chair, and I run, and I kick that ball But as I kick it, that floor was so slippery (laughs) that I look, you know, have you ever watched a soccer game where they like do a sliding kick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kicked it and I just, (laughs) (laughs) my leg slipped out from underneath me and I went, fell on the court and oh my gosh, on my butt. So I'm literally on my On my butt on the volleyball court while the play is still happening. And I'm like, uh. And then I, so I quickly get up and I run off the court. The coach. For the other team is like, are you okay? My daughter's like, are you okay? All the parents <laughs> are like, Ugh! and I'm trying to act like I was totally fine. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Meanwhile, I'm like, Ooh. <laughs> like oh, but everyone was recording the game. So I know there's video of me yes. biting it.
3: Cause I to add I'm sure you made a commotion when he fell. Was it a silent fall or do you make some noise? No,
2: it was a silent fall. Ooh. I have to admit. It was a pretty graceful.
3: I'm pretty. So you say until we see the video.
2: Yeah. No, <laughs> like I want to see it because it was like a soccer fall because I went, whoo, I slipped, but then I quickly got up and then I walked off. Okay,
3: anyone at the volleyball game with Mercedes on Saturday that was filming your kid or something and he happened to catch this fall? I want it. We Yes, we need it.
2: <laughs> I want it so bad. I was I was looking around and the other team, I saw they were recording their girls playing and I was like, should I ask them if they got that on video? Because I really want that. <laughs> but then I didn't. But they were, it was just so funny because I, I did that in front of so many people and at first I was really embarrassed. But then I, the more I thought about it, about it I was like that was a pretty graceful fall I was actually kind of I was kind of proud of the way I fell and got back up
3: did anybody come to your aid was that kind of fall that was like a gentleman that jumped up oh my are you okay let me help you get back
2: up no just the other team's coach he he's he like are you all right I was like yeah I'm and gameplay fine. is going on at the time no it was after the play had ended oh. which I saved the, the play by the way and uh I just want to say that uh <laughs> that it, I I was not hurt but my husband goes you're gonna feel that tomorrow <laughs> and I was like I will not. I did you see how gracefully I fell? I was like very proud of it. But have you ever fallen or embarrassed yourself in public? And what what did, what happens? Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. Have you ever fallen in public before? I I'm sure I have. How did you like handle it? it I at first I was embarrassed, but I, now I'm like I, I actually think it was kind of funny.
3: You have to kind of embrace it. You have to embrace it. I remember we had like a, a Women's Day fan or something here at the radio station, and one of our our sales ladies, her name is Mary, such a sweetheart. She was walking and just she literally just tripped over her own two, two feet, and she went down hard. And and I remember a lot of people. The initial reaction was. <laughs> Oh. My initial reaction was, "Mary, are you okay? Let me help you up." And, and then, then I laughed
0: because
3: <laughs> you sometimes you can't recover. It depends where it is. If a lot of people are watching, or it wasn't at, at the Oscars or Grammys, where Jennifer Lawrence won an Oscar, walking up to accept yes. the award for the first time, and boom, she falls on stage. It's hard to recover from that.
2: It it is, but I again, like you said. It, you have to embrace it And you just have to laugh at it And it happens to everyone And if it, if it hasn't happened to you It probably will at some point, you know
3: We have those tickets for you to go see Disneyland next hour This is audio of Kelsey Grammer He was speaking at a, a crowd of a Disneyland employees He was on a stage Didn't realize where the stage ends And this is him falling off the stage Hot mic here, the whole thing is recorded Kelsey Grammer
2: trip through. It's a small world pretending I was a UN interpreter It <laughs> works oh, Ha <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have time to, like, sit there and, like, feel sorry for myself because I had to get off the court <laughs> because the play was about to come back over. Was Brooklyn like, Mom! Uh, she didn't even see it happen. Oh, I asked her Lord. afterwards. I go, did you see me fall um, trying to save the ball from from uh, messing up the the play? And she's like, no, what happened? I told her. She was like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, well, you obviously didn't see it, so don't worry about it, you know? Please. Do you, you don't
3: know the name of the school? That might help. But- oh,
2: I know. I have it here. Where is it? Hold on. Uh... Schofield Middle School. If anyone was at Schofield Middle School on Saturday afternoon, that's where it was. I I remember the team that we were playing. Well, I don't want to say the name, just in case. But he was, like I said, if anyone has video, I'll pay for it. I really, really, really would love to see
3: it. You ever see the Family Guy episode where Peter falls and he doesn't get up right away? He, it's literally like two minutes of the show. He's just going, oh, Oh, no. for two minutes of the show, it is awesome. It just, just oh, no. I, I envision that you should have done that on Saturday.
0: Oh,
2: I did it. I was down oh. and I, I almost slid so fast that I, I almost stood back up immediately. Like I popped right up. The. I didn't really have an impact because it was so slippery. Like a ball like, player sliding in
3: a second base, yes, pop off after you get it. Hit the almost base. looked like I did it on purpose. That's why mind. I want
2: to see the video. Even Sophie said it. She's like, that was slick. I was like, I don't, it wasn't on purpose, but it almost looked like it was. Bounty on that, uh, on that video if yes, you got it. Yes, please. Send it our way.
3: We have those tickets for you to go see Sebastian Maniscalco this hour, actually in about 15 minutes. It's mixed study 4.1. Class Animals, that's Heat Waves Kicking off 60 plus minutes commercial free And there's tickets for you to go see Sebastian Maniscalco We have them in in less than 10 minutes here And they're yours when you win heads up There's a a minor issue, I'm not sure how to handle it If I say something, I guess I'm kind of saying something By talking about it on the radio Or just let it be There is someone in this building uh, A guy that wears a a lot of cologne Mercedes, I'm, I'm talking like a lot of cologne To the point where when they're in the restroom And I go in after them I have like the clone on me. I smell it on myself.
2: I'm really trying to think of who you're talking about because I don't know. I let, I'm trying to let think. put the
3: person's name up here. There's I've I've kind of whittled it down to, to a couple of people. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, this is
2: because um, no one like usually I'm pretty sensitive to that stuff, but okay, not that first one because I deal with that person a lot, especially recently, and I never smell. It. Over. Never
3: any clone ever on that person.
2: Not anything like major.
3: Okay. Okay. Um,
2: The second one, I don't have enough interaction with that person to know. Okay. So maybe. So you don't, you don't know? Are you speculating? I or? I've, I've I pretty much narrowed You've it down narrowed to, down yes, to, to yes. those
3: two? With the interaction on Friday, the comings and goings in the bathroom, those two people were seen in that area. So I'm pretty sure, okay, I'll cross the one off the lifts. It's person number two. Do you ever say something to someone? And I would not want to be rude about it, but I want them to know that you have so much on. That uh, it lingers when you leave. And then it's so much that the next person in after you gets it on them. Like, I, maybe it was just stuck up in my nose, but I smelt it. Friday was Marchella, And I left here and I smelt it for at least an hour afterwards. I felt like it was on my clothes. That's how much it was.
2: Well, maybe it was just in your nose and not on your clothes. Could be. You know, maybe. Could be. But um, when someone, and same thing for. Unpleasant smells like body odor and stuff like that. Well, do you say anything or do you just keep your mouth shut?
3: I would want someone to say something, but how do you how do you about doing it too? Like how do you go about saying something? Like I changed my deodorant to an unscented Mm because I wore scented one for the longest time, and then it was it was Laura made a comment about it, my wife, and she's made a comment. You know, it's I can smell it. I'm like, you smell it? She's like, yeah. Six months because we're in Cologne all the time. Like it's not Cologne; it's my, my deodorant. deodorant. Like, oh no, we can smell it. Like, I, I just never smelled it, so I changed because I, I didn't want to have it like a scent when, around me. Said, I'm, not, I'm not a Cologne person, so now I do unscented deodorant. But when she first told me, I'm like, you can smell it, and then I'm like I made that change. So, so I was glad that she brought it to my attention because I, I didn't want like a cologne smell on me when I walk into a room.
2: Do you want you? Do you want to smell like nothing?
3: Yep. Just my natural body scent, but I I don't. But what
2: if that natural scent is not good?
3: Hopefully, it's good. Hopefully, it's not. Hopefully, it's just neutral. Hopefully, I walk into a room, you don't smell me either bad or good. I just kind of I'm there.
2: You're just there. Yeah, I'm just there. Because I wear my scent, and it's like my. I worry about. Overdoing it because people will make comments. And so I've tried to cut back on it, but I know I still have my scent. And people, I, like, people will compliment me because I smell like I, it's a coconut scent. And they're like, oh my gosh, I love, what is that? That smells like coconuts. And I'm like, oh, it's this. And, you know, I tell them. But then people were commenting, like, I always love, I can tell when you're coming in the room, it smells like coconuts. I'm like, okay, that's too much when you can tell I'm coming in the room. <laughs> if the scent precedes me, that's too much. So I really cut back on it. But like, I know, I know I still have my scent and then I worry about that too. Like it being too much, but I still want a scent. I do want a scent. I'm not like you. I don't want to be scentless, but I want a scent, but I don't want it to be overpowering.
3: Just a little touch of like, oh, that's nice. Who is that? Like Ooh, if you get close Mercedes. enough
2: to me, you smell it, but I don't want, I don't want the scent to get there before I do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and you're,
3: yeah, I, think you, I think you have the right balance with yours. It's, to me, it's a, it's a very refreshing scent. It smells nice. Uh, we've been a hug before. I don't have it on me after the fact. It's not like overbearing. It's, I think you found the right balance of it. It's a really good balance.
2: Someone just texted, said, JC, maybe they did the business in the restroom and sprayed cologne before they left. Ooh. They, had, have you ever tried that Poo-Pourri stuff?
3: I've heard of it. I've
2: never tried it, though. Have you? No. I've seen it in someone's bathroom when I've gone to their house. And I'm like, oh, too bad I don't have to. <laughs> because that would be interesting to give it a try. So you're supposed to spray it before you go to the bathroom. And it's supposed to be like a a prevention of the smell.
3: Are you spraying it or are you dropping it in the toilet? I thought you dropped it in the toilet. Oh, do you? And then, like, it's like it... You, it attacks the other there. you
2: drop it in the toilet? Yes. Yeah. It was a spray, though, so you sprayed in oh, the toilet. You,
3: in the toilet, right? Yeah. Okay, so you spray it before you go?
2: Okay, and yeah. do your business? Yeah. And then it, like, prevents anything. You. So maybe maybe it was something like that? I'm not it was, sure. It was
3: definitely cologne. It was cologne. And it was strong. And I've smelled it before, so... It, but it was, maybe that was. Maybe he, he, he took care of business and, and thought of, like... Didn't want everybody to smell it after him and just...
2: Here's what I do. Whenever yeah, you know, I don't like confrontation. I I just try to stay away from it unless I'm. It's really, really, really bothering me. And if this is really, really, really bothering you, you should say something. But if it's only kind of bothering you, do what I do. Steph, can you say something for me?
0: <laughs> oh my yes, Steph, Steph will do it. <laughs> you know, Jay because I love you both, I will do that for you. <laughs> Only if it's really, really bothering you. Here's the thing. Steph has a way of approaching things in the nicest way possible.
2: She has a way of delivering messages without being offensive or mean. That's why I'm like, Steph, have you noticed this? And then she's like, oh, I'll say something. And then she says it, but she's so nice about it. Okay,
3: let's put it, let's let's show your skills. Uh, let's call this uh, Mr. Cologne Guy Tom, and I'll play the role of Tom.
2: Okay, Tom.
3: And you could be me, Mercedes, if I, need, if, if I would need to interject.
2: Okay. Um, Steph, yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was uh, in the bathroom fixing my hair, and I smelled uh, this cologne, and I was wondering, can you say something to Tom for me? Because it was really bothering me yesterday.
0: You know what, J.C.? <laughs> I, because I, too, smell it. I will too. I will, do, I'll do that, you that favor, and I'll probably help the whole building out. Hey, thanks. I want to go play with my Australian kettle dog now, <laughs> Well, you told Jax we said hello. Okay. All right, on, JC, see bye. you later. Bye. I love cars. <laughs> hey, good morning, Tom. Hey. hey, you know, I was walking by the bathroom. You got a really strong scent on you. What is that? What
3: you saying? I smell?
0: No, no. It's like a cologne. Yeah, or something. I wear it.
3: brute. It's called brute.
0: Brute. Wow. Mm. I can smell down the hall. It smells so good. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe you know. I don't know if you've heard this, but I've heard some people talking in you oh. I can't tell you, <laughs> but I've heard well, it, might, it might be a little too strong for the people that might have some allergies. Was that super
3: muscular, good-looking guy JC? Did he say something about it?
0: Uh, I know the JC part. I don't know about the super muscular. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, uh, just that I let you know, Tom.
2: Okay. (laughs) I'm going to go get some vegan cookies right now. (laughs) And and I'm just going to slowly find my way out of this conversation. You tell that smooth talking JC to back down. I'm going to drive my muscle car out of here, guys. And then maybe I'll go on a run.
3: You tell that, J.C., to keep running. Look good. And make
2: sure to run with his arms straight down. I heard it's really good for his core.
3: Steph did have a way about her mentioning it. That was smooth. That was smooth,
2: but she kind of threw the flame right on you. I know. I didn't say
0: anything about J.C. Tom's the one that brought up J.C. He went right for me. Yeah, but then you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be the one because I'm I'm directly connected to you guys. we got to go outside of our little three people here.
2: Yeah. Maybe you should just say something, J.C., or just do... Do do what most people would do. Leave an anonymous post-it note <laughs> on his desk.
3: Just a note in the bathroom. Are you wearing cologne? Maybe you're wearing too much.
2: Just write, in ba- write with your left hand. I don't like your cologne. It so already can't looks like cipher. His handwriting already looks like it's his left that's hand. That's right. That's right. Yeah, just write in your normal handwriting. Don't even worry about it. Won't be
3: able to read it. What? Colony, huh? What Who is was this three-year-old
2: that left a note on my desk?
3: Does it bring your kid to work day? They left a note for me. Time to win right now. Caller 20 at 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up, and we got a cool prize.
2: We have a pair of tickets for you to see Sebastian Maniscalco, the Nobody Does This Tour, on Saturday, April 30th, at the Encore Theater at the Wynn. He is so funny. You are going to love this show. All you got to do is be Caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category and your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400.
1: It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix Nutty Four Point One.
2: Hi, Kelly. Hi, Mercedes. You are Color Twenty. You get to play Heads Up. You ready to do this? Woo. I am. All right. We've got these Sebastian Maniscalco tickets. We want to give you. Pick a category. Do you want to go with What's Up, Doc? Ring, ring. Um, let's see here. My papers are sticking together. Animal Crossing. Art museum or it's a bird, it's a plane. Uh let's go with the first one. What's up, Doc? Okay. Yeah, what's up, Doc? Bugs Bunny Day is on Saturday. These are all famous cartoon characters. Now who okay. do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I'm going to go with you, Mercedes. Okay, perfect.
3: All right, Kelly, here we go. we got 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You get those tickets to go see Sebastian Maniscalco this Saturday. And you start now. He's
2: part of the Peanuts gang. He's bald. He. Linus, Charlie. Uh, Charlie what? Charlie Brown. Yes. Um, he's on um, SpongeBob. He's the cranky guy. Um... Ooh, I don't know that one Let's pass Okay, he's um, Mickey Mouse's friend He's kind of crazy, he's really tall Donald Duck Goofy Yes, this is, um, he likes honey He's Tigger's best friend Pooh, Pooh Bear uh, What's his real Poo name? Poo. Yep. Yes, um, this is Buzz Lightyear's best friend pass. Uh, Okay uh, This is, uh, he says Don't have a cow, man He's Homer's son Okay, um, this is, um, he's, he's part of, um, oh gosh, what's his name? Oh gosh, he goes, uh, Ruby, uh, Ruby, uh, 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 oh man this was a lot harder than i (laughs) anticipated oh my gosh and i felt like i inadvertently cheated by saying ruby instead of saying oh i think that's right (laughs) oh man oh kelly i'm sorry we only got four on that do not hang up uh we'll get you a consolation prize on that Charlie Brown. We had to pass on Squidward.
3: That's a tough one.
2: Uh, Buzz Lightyear's best friend. Do you know that?
3: Um, uh, Woody.
2: Yes. And then Homer's son. Bart Simpson. Yes. That's oh, a hard one. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so sorry. But that means Caller 20. Right now, you will go see Sebastian Maniscalco over at the Encore Theater at the Wind. It's going to be a great show. 702-364-9400. Mix 94.1. It is forty one Monday morning. Coming back from the weekend. Hope you guys had a great weekend. So we were talking about our weekends. JC had to deal with a colicky horse. Thankfully, the horse is okay. Yeah,
3: contact all as well. Uh, he went to um, the vet on Saturday night, emergency run to Desert Equine Center. They're amazing over there. Took care of him, got him his medication. Stayed over one extra night just for observation, which is great. And uh, they're picking him up this morning at nine a.m. Send an Uber to get him.
2: That is, uh, yeah, jump in that Uber. Don't you worry that that's a horse. It's okay. There's a, there's no horse uh, stipulations do on you guys the Uber contract. Is yeah. There? Um, I w- got to finish off an amazing birthday weekend. You guys kicked. Things off with Marcella on Friday. Thank you again for that. You guys were so sweet, and it was just such a great day. And and uh, and we had a really nice dinner on Friday night. My daughter had a volleyball tournament. I fell on my butt at the tournament. That was really fun. And hold uh, on,
3: what's the name of the school where the tournament was at?
2: Uh, Schofield. Schofield.
3: Anyone yeah. there on Saturday? Witness the fall. Check your phone. Maybe just th- th- maybe you're videotaping your daughter the entire time. We, we'll, we'll pay top dollar for that video of
2: Mercedes falling. And by top dollar, mean, we mean $10. That's all we got. Yeah, thinking, <laughs> eh, maybe five. <laughs> and then, Steph, you went to San Diego uh, for the weekend. Your poor husband lost, lost his phone or had his phone stolen. Still trying to determine that. Um,
0: and did you guys stay with family? Where did you guys stay? We did. We did stay with family. I stayed with my mom, my brother, and then my twin nephews and then me and my husband James. So there was a big group of us and we stayed at an Airbnb. Usually when we go down to San Diego we go to the same hotel. Uh, But this time around it was a larger group and it was a little bit of a last minute trip uh, booking wise because we were still on the fence seeing if my nephew was still going to run at this track meet. So we said you know what let's stay at an Airbnb this time and there were definitely some ups and downs because I do love staying at Airbnbs. I love kind of like the uniqueness of it or if it's a cheaper it's usually cheaper when you do larger groups um but for example our airbnb it's in a gated community and you have the gate uh thing gate opener with your car that you could use or you could use the code Uh, my mom had the gate opener in her car and we were just like we'll just use the code when we come back out from our nights so we came back to the gate And the code that the Airbnb host sent us was not working. Oh. Oh. And I was like, darn it. And I'm like, and my mom's not picking up. It's like 1.30 in the morning. My brother's not picking up. I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? So I'm like, we have no choice. So me and my husband James, we jumped the gate. We looked like thieves. We looked like hoodlums. In the middle of the night? In the middle of the night. Like, oh goodness, here are these people. First night, this is all happening the first night. My, My husband gets his phone lost or stolen we get dropped off by my casey jojo um yes they drop us off and we're like oh darn it what are we gonna do (laughs) had to jump the gate we realized why why did we finally realize that only one of us had to jump the gate and let the second person in.
1: Oh, just push the button. <laughs> Oops.
0: We both jumped the gate. <laughs> but that wouldn't have happened at a hotel. So there's things like I do love about Airbnb that hotels don't have, like a full kitchen sometimes. Or they'll uh, provide like paper towels and a uh, fully uh, dished. Everything. But with the hotel, I wouldn't have ran into this problem. Kesey and JoJo wouldn't have to have (laughs) dropped me off and waited to make sure we went inside okay. I've only
2: stayed at one Airbnb in my entire life. And I was so stressed out staying there. I was so stressed. I was afraid of breaking things. I was afraid of them, you know, just randomly showing up. I was so scared of just messing anything up that i didn't feel like i fully enjoyed myself with a hotel um there's a different set of stresses but i just feel like i don't feel as anxious at a hotel now yes you might hear people stomping on the floor above you or <laughs> next door or whatever but i I don't know. I can't relax in an Airbnb for some reason.
3: There is a stress level. We do a lot of Airbnbs, especially with, with Laura and her horse shows. Anytime she goes to a horse show, she's always at an Airbnb because she's staying there for like a week or two. So she likes the, the, the convenience and amenities of having a house. Plus, if they're dog friendly, that's a big plus. If you stayed in their dog friendly with Momo, it's so much easier, especially with two dogs, to stay in an Airbnb and have a little backyard. But there is, like, to me, there's a science that comes to when booking your Airbnb. If you're booking through a super host, that's a big plus. You know, they they know what they're doing. And so it's almost like staying in a hotel. They got everything covered. They got towels. They got everything. As soon as we like, as we're, as we're looking, you can kind of get like a. A general area. You don't get the exact address until you do book, but you kind of get like a general area. And anytime we do that in advance, I'll go to like Google Maps and look at that general area because some of the pictures can be deceiving. Like, oh, it looks like there's, you know, there's plenty of space next door. And you realize there's, you know, houses piled on top of each other or, or just by the freeway or something. So I'll do that. And then as soon as we do book, we punch in the address immediately and get the bird's eye view of the house that we're staying in. Just gives you a little more information when you're going into your actual stay.
0: Yeah, I love Airbnb. I, re- I truly do, especially. Um, the host that we had, we had a little slight problem. Um, the smoke alarm battery. Went off and you heard the chirp. Like, Uh oh, it was the worst. (laughs) And I was like, and it happened to be in me and James's room. So I was like, oh no, we gotta get this fixed immediately. And so James had to use my phone to contact the Airbnb host. And we were just like, hey, this is James. I'm sorry, I lost my phone. Please contact my wife. Our the the alarm is starting to chirp. Can you please send someone in immediately? Their communication, great, awesome. They are the, the, the house is beautiful. The one thing that I do get scared of though is we <laughs> you the neighbors. I feel like I'm invading someone's privacy because sometimes it wasn't a little bit of a complex, like a townhome area, and I just didn't feel like, you know, you know we're guests here still, but when you're at a hotel, everyone's a guest, and you're not going into someone's private area. So, I, like I said, when I was jumping that gate, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine what people, if the neighbors are seeing, it's like, oh, yeah, there's an Airbnb, people downstairs. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God.
2: The one Airbnb we stayed in, it was a cabin. We went to... Uh, to Utah. This was like in the middle of COVID and we're like, we got to get out of town. So we went and we rented a cabin um in Utah and it was beautiful. I mean, this place was insanely gorgeous. So um, we did it with a, a, some family friends of ours and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go for a run. We're in the mountains and I'm like, there's all these other cabins around. I'm like, no one knows me here. I don't have to worry about looking stupid. I'm just going to go okay. for a run. So I start running and da, 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 doing my own thing and all of a sudden I here mercedes and i'm like what the and there's these people sitting on a porch and i look and i'm like huh and she's like hey it's me blah 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 and i'm like oh my god (laughs) it was someone i knew that owned that cabin i'm like what are you doing here she's like this is our cabin i'm like I literally like thought I was in the middle of nowhere, and all our, disheveled on your run. Our kids know each other. No I'm way. like. My kids are at this cabin. She's like, You have a cabin? I'm like, No, we Airbnb. <laughs> <It was> so <laughs> random. I'm like, and here I am running like a dummy with my arms <laughs> by my side. <laughs> so random.
3: Like, no, we're staying in the Airbnb next to you guys.
2: Oh, we were, I mean of all places, I thought literally thought we were in the middle of nowhere. And of course we picked a place where someone I know has right? a cabin four doors <laughs> down. It's just crazy.
3: Uh, yeah, they're, they're they're tricky sometimes booking those things. It's it is a roll the dice sometimes. You walk into them and you open the door like, oh boy. <laughs> this is not the photo. Did you
2: use a wide angle lens on this <laughs> oh, one? Oh, they do.
3: What the heck? That fisheye. People use that fish eye. The place looks huge. You get <laughs> in here, you're standing in a storage closet. It's awful. Hot 3 is coming up next. What do you got for All us?
2: Alright, what are the most seductive cities in the world? Also, guys, do you live with a woman that is a loud snorer and... How many of you would be okay with putting one of these in your home? We'll talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3.
1: It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1.
3: The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee.
2: If you are traveling this summer and looking for some uh, quote-unquote action, Uh Mm -hmm. A new study just ranked the 10 most seductive cities in the world. Three of them are in the U.S., and they ranked each city according to eight different factors. They include how many uh, strip clubs there are in the town, how many people make money on OnlyFans, how many hotels rent by the hour... How many people are googling fetishes? Just a bunch of different things, okay? Not all of them that are things we can name on the air. But according to the results, the most seductive city in the world is London. Ooh. Yes. But two US cities are next. Las Vegas is number 2, guys. And then that's followed by New York. So your top your top 10 are London, Las Vegas, New York, Madrid and Paris then rome berlin toronto sydney and los angeles the most seductive cities in the world
3: and one of the factors was rent hotels by the hour
2: yes i didn't know hotels still did that honestly
3: yeah are there hotels in town that do that is that still a thing
2: by the hour
3: and that's the only reason why they're in business like that for hanky panky. Or does someone say, you know what? I'm only going to, I seem to take a four hour nap. So give me the room for four hours.
2: I'm, I'm literally going to, hotels that rent by the hour, Las Vegas. Let's see what comes up here. Um, hmm. Well, there's some hotels that are coming up. I don't know that this is verified, but, um, uh, there's a Yelp thing. The 10 best hourly hotels in Las Vegas. Oh. Wow. There's a bed and breakfast that opens in 35 minutes. Open
3: And then does it by the hour?
2: It says it does, but I don't know. <laughs> Some of the names of them are pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, the shady lady. No, seriously? <laughs> Where's the, That's here in town? <laughs> that's what it says. I don't know if this is a real...
3: I'm pulling up as well. Let's do a let's do a fake read for the shady lady. Based on their accommodation. Um Hi JC here from Mix ninety four point one. Are you looking for a oh that's up is that in Perump?
2: I think yeah, it might it's in Perump. Yeah. It
3: <laughs> yeah. That's why it's by the hour. <laughs> yeah,
2: there you go. <laughs> Wait, you can go up
3: there and be with a with a lady and then also have breakfast? It's, <laughs> it's a bed and Breakfast. breakfast. <laughs>
2: Oh, We'll get some muffins <laughs> together now that we're done. Do a, do a commercial for it.
3: All right, let me... Uh, uh. D- this
2: is your endorsement. A free one, by the way. I mean, this, come on. Okay. Hey,
3: J.C. here from Mix 94.1. Are you looking for a little fun with a with a lady but don't like long-term commitment? Then check out the Shady Lady Ranch up there in Nye County. It's only it's, it's only 35, 45 minutes from Las Vegas, and they have a, a plethora of ladies to choose from and a plethora of breakfast options with their uh, continental breakfast that comes with your room. They've been at an illegal brothel, by the way, since 2014. That's the Shady Lady Ranch up in Pahrump. Tell them J.C. sent you. Open 24 hours.
2: I love the plethora of breakfast options. (laughs) You didn't have me before. You mentioned those breakfast options. Ooh, many
3: breakfast options. Oh, my gosh. It's a real deal.
2: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh.
3: Oh, um, um, There's an article about them in the Review Journal. We're
2: g- you're gonna, that's going to be your next endorsement, JC. You just wait <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like, well, they called. They liked what you did. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, so calls out there like this afternoon. Yeah, JC sent me Oh, we get all these calls. <laughs> uh, also this morning, 30% of men surveyed said they are regularly kept awake by their snoring partners. Only 21% of women though have made the same complaint. Do men get a bad rap for being snorers when it's ladies' that snore, guys, like throw your ladies under the bus. Do you have a lady that snores worse than you do? 702-364-9400. There's a new study that that was uh, just done, and it shows that the average volume of snorers is 60 decibels, but men estimate that their female partners reach highs of around 80 decibels, which is similar to a vacuum cleaner. Women estimate that their sleeping companions snored at 70 decibels, which is about the same volume as a flushing toilet. The study found that not only were men less tolerant of snoring, but there was also an age divide among those who would ditch their partners so they could have a good night's sleep. Of those aged 18 and 24, 37% said they were desperate for a night alone in a hotel and it was 18% for those 65 and over. Do you snore? I know I have. I've been woken up in the middle of the night where my husband will just like shove my arm and then I'll I'll go what? (laughs) And he's like you're snoring like, oh, sorry. But he does it, too. And I do it gently. I, like, rub his arm. He didn't used to. It's just been in the past year he started snoring. I think he has some sinus issues. And I gently rub his arm.
0: I'm like, oh.
2: And he's like, oh, like, you're snoring. But with me, just like, you're snoring. (laughs) Because you don't know. You can't control it. You're asleep. I know. Just to be nicer.
3: Are you a snorer when you're on your... Because me, I snore. Laura doesn't, or she does. I don't hear it. I snore when I'm on my back. So she'll do that. ah, hit me, or just say, roll over. And I roll over on my stomach. I don't snore. What about you? Is it a certain position? It's on my
2: back, yeah. If I'm fine, if I'm on my side. What about you, Steph? Do you snore?
0: Oh, gosh. I snore pretty loud. Really? Yeah. And um, James has he's very sweet he says that my snoring soothes him it makes him go to sleep i'm like you don't gotta lie to me <laughs> but yeah he's very sweet when he snores though i'm like hey get up move you're because i'm a light sleeper and he's a heavy sleeper so <laughs> i'm just still laughing about the shady lady continental <laughs>
3: Listen, I'm telling you, tell them JC sent you. Call the shady lady.
2: They have breakfast options. <laughs> what kind of breakfast options do they have? Do have, they have like No, it's Continental no, it's style. Continental Muffins,
3: croissants. They have blueberry muffins. Oh my gosh. When you go to the shady lady, they have sometimes they have the chocolate chip muffin. If they have it, that's the one you gotta have.
2: Oh, do they have uh, do they have like um uh, what are those things called? Danishes? They have stuff? Danishes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
3: And they also have Danish women there as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which do you prefer, a Danish or a Danish?
3: <laughs> the latest special, the JC special, you get both.
2: Oh, so I guess I'm not doing my last story. Oh, I don't, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's the hot two today, y'all. <laughs> I'm so so distracted
3: with my, my live on air read thinking of all the uh, NAB professionals that are in town listening to the well, show. What a great impression! Like, yeah, oh my We're, gosh,
2: you know what? We're running late. We should probably <laughs> no, go. No. I save this for for last for next time. We got time. time. Give it to us. All right. Finally, this morning, there's a solution to the problem of leaving uh, the toilet seat up. But it's probably even more contentious. Uh, installing a urinal at home. If you didn't know, it's actually a thing. Mostly in custom homes, you may have. Seen them in like a vacation rental or one of those HGTV shows. They even sell residential urinals at Home Depot. So, would you ever want one in your home? In a new poll, 82% of people say no. No on the urinal, eight percent of people say yes, and ten percent say they don 't know. Would you want a urinal in your home? Yes or no
3: no i don 't need one
2: Steph, would you want a urinal in your home? Yes or no no i yeah. i, I 'm the same. I would absolutely not want one, uh, not surprisingly though, there is a big divide between men and women. Fourteen percent of men say they would want a urinal. Just 2% of women are into the idea. 73% of men would pass, while a whopping 91% of women are a solid no. But overall, the idea is most popular among people under the age of 50. Older folks are just not into the concept at all.
3: A buddy of mine growing up, his dad had one. He had like the finished basement with a bar and everything, and they had a little bathroom in there downstairs, but it was just a urinal. And at first I thought it was cool, but then I felt bad cuz all the ladies had to go upstairs to use the bathroom. They'd be entertaining. Oh. It was like, "Oh, yeah, there's a bathroom right there. It's a urinal, too bad. You got to go upstairs." And I felt really bad after once I once I realized that
2: that uh, my dad had one. It was called the bush in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> you just go out the backyard and he's, he's good to go. The bush is the best out back.
3: <laughs> the shady lady has urinals and toilets.
2: And those danishes, don't forget.
3: <laughs> Coming up, it is Monday. We have jerk or justified. It's a dancing Dilemma 1. We'll break it down in about 10 minutes. It's Mix 94.1 knows your cat in the weekend. It's you, right? It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning.
2: It is time for you to be the judge. It is time for Jerk or Justified. You tell us, is this person being a jerk, or are they completely justified in their question? If you ever have a situation that you want us to tackle for Jerk or Justified, you can always email us. It's easy. Through our website, Mix941.fm, you can uh, click on the links there to email us. What do we have today?
3: Hi, Mercedes and JC. On Friday, I went out with some friends, my husband, and some of his friends. We were at a bar with a live band, and my husband would not dance with me. He hates dancing. One of his friends asked me to dance, and I said, yes, because why not? I want to dance, and it was harmless. We've known this guy for a few months now, and he's nice. Well, my husband got very upset and said it was disrespectful and embarrassing. I think he's overreacting. I love my husband, but I also love dancing. And if he won't dance with me, I should be able to dance with someone else. Now my husband doesn't want us talking to this guy anymore. Was I a jerk for dancing with this man? Are my husband's actions justified? She gave us a name. Erica.
2: Erica. Is she being... Uh, okay, so wait. Who who are we asking is the jerk? The husband or is Erica?
3: She wrote, was I a jerk for dancing okay. with this man or are my husband's actions justified?
2: But, so we're kind of like twofold jerky, yeah. <laughs> jerker justifying this. But who do you think was the jerk in this situation? 702-364-9400. Was it Erica for dancing with the other guy? Or was it her husband for getting upset about her dancing with the other guy when she wanted to dance with him, but... He wouldn't do it. He's like, no, I'm not going to dance. So she really wanted to. So she went and danced with a friend. What do you think about this one?
3: I don't think she did anything wrong as a guy who hates dancing, going to weddings or any kind of function where there's dancing. I don't want to be out there dancing. I just don't like it. I've tried it before. I'm awful. I stink at dancing. It's not fun to me. My wife, Laura, she likes to dance. She's a dancer. So there have been times where they'll be out with a group of people at a wedding, dancing. She's got some girlfriends, a couple buddies of mine or something, and they start dancing. I am completely cool with it. I have no issues whatsoever. Again, they're respectful dancing here, though. Now, if they started, like, grinding and, uh, you know, dry humping and stuff on the dance floor <laughs> and getting all dirty, then I would have an issue. But it's respectful friends dancing. And people in the room know that, oh, that's, you know, that's so-and-so dancing with Lars. no big deal. It's been a couple years since we've been to a wedding. But, yeah, I don't mind it at all. But, again, they're not grinding and, you know, getting kind of, you know, real physical and stuff. They're just out there having a good time. To me, I am completely cool with it. It takes the weight off of my so- shoulders. I can sit there, have a drink, and enjoy myself and not worry about dancing.
2: If anything, wouldn't you be- Kind of happy that she was dancing with someone that you knew, a friend of yours, as opposed to maybe a complete stranger. Yes. Then you'd be kind of like, wait, who's this guy? Well, I mean, still, she's. You know, just dancing, dancing harmless. And especially if there's nothing funny, she's not like twerking on, on him <laughs> or anything like that. But it's a, if it's a buddy too, like they're just going out there and dancing. What's the big deal? Yeah. Uh, you- I agree with you on that. I think my husband would be fine with that too. I think he would encourage me to. He'd be like, Hey, you know, go dance with, with whoever. I, I don't want to dance. He would probably tell me to go do that.
3: Do you think it's a confidence thing with the husband? Like he lacks confidence in himself or lacks lacks confidence in their marriage or his relationship with his wife? Is it a confidence issue while the guy wouldn't be happy that his wife's out there dancing?
2: That That's getting deep. It's hard to know just on an email, but it does sound like there is something deeper going on there. Like, w- would you prefer that she stands there next to you and is miserable and sad that she can't go dance? Would that make you happy? To see her unhappy, that does not sound like a good situation. But what do you guys think? 702-364-9400. Let's talk to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. What do you think? Jerk or justified? Justified, for sure. Why do you say that?
0: I just feel like he should have made his woman happy and took her out to dance and he should have gone out of his comfort zone to please her. And since he didn't do that, she's so justified. She wants to have fun. She wants to dance. Life is too short to sit there and not dance.
2: Yeah, and, and just a FYI, everyone looks ridiculous dancing, unless you're like <laughs> Steph and one of her dance crew. Uh, we, we all look stupid, but it's just it's all in good fun, you know? Yeah, I completely agree.
3: Let her get out there on the floor. And, and then, like you said, let pressure on the guy He's exactly. not like dancing oh my gosh she's out there happy having a good time now you can be happy with your buddies on a friday night having a good time
2: yeah that's a good point thank you so much for calling elizabeth let's talk to is this uh osher
0: yes sir. hey what do you think i think uh uh she's she's justified and he's uh a jerk that's your wife. You should be able to dance with her, and no matter how stupid you look, you still should dance with them. And if you don't, then let her have some fun.
1: You know that she's going to come home with you.
2: Exactly. That's the bottom line. At the end of the night, she's going to go home yeah. with you. I got to imagine she went home with you, and that was not a pleasant experience. <laughs> Alicia says, I think your husband is being ridiculous. Jessica says, should have asked at least if the husband minds her dancing with the guy. I think it's not that she danced. It's that she didn't respect her husband enough to check with him. It's comacy. Do you think that she should have asked for permission?
3: No. Or just give maybe give it a heads up. Like if we're at a wedding and Laurel, she was, she was say, do you want to dance? I'm like, no. Or I'll go out. For, I, I might do a dance or a slow dance. But she's like, I'm to go out and dance with the group. Go. Shoo, shoo. Go have fun. Do your thing. Shoo, shoo. <laughs> <laughs> go have fun. I'm not
2: going to hold you back from having fun. You don't want me out there looking like a fool. This one from Cheryl says, this is something you have to work out with your husband. If this is hurtful to him and triggers him, then you need to be mindful of his feelings and needs. I don't think either of you were being jerks. It's lack of of communication oh I love this one from Kiara. was Erica twerking on the front was she grinding like it was 1999 and Usher was playing in the club if the answer is no to both of those questions she is not a jerk But he is kind of for getting upset about it. You don't want to dance, cool. But don't get mad because she found a friend to dance with her. And yes, I would say the same thing if it was the other way. My husband has a friend that he goes to the bar with on occasion without me. She's a good noodle, and I trust him not to mess around. That's some confidence in your relationship, and I love that. That's what th- we should all strive yeah. to have. That you know.
3: If you have an issue for Jerker Justified, send it our way at Mix Nine Four One FM. I wonder if this song was playing on Friday night.
2: Oh yeah,
3: <laughs> Erica and her friend.
2: No twerking. <laughs> Keep six inches apart. <laughs>
3: Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. Check it out. You're going to Disneyland. Your tickets are coming up this hour at 9.40. Mercedes
1: in the Morning's What's Trending (laughs) on Mix 94.1.
2: Post Malone is trending this morning. So his new album, 12 Carat Toothache, it's going to be out any day now. And the singer took to Instagram Live to give us some teasers. So he played a snippet of a new song called Happy, which is a collaboration with Doja Cat. Here's a little bit of what that sounds like. I I love his music Because it sounds so happy And that's Mm -hmm. a perfect name for this song It just... No, his music makes me smile so much he also confirmed collabs with roddy rich the weekend the kid laroi posty said the 12 carat toothache is going to feature 14 songs it is due to arrive in may and may is next week so any day now. We're anxiously awaiting. It's about time.
3: Did you see that video of him? Um, it was an autistic man's 21st birthday, and uh, the family was out of this restaurant, and he's a huge Post Malone fan, and he just happened to be at the same restaurant as this guy who was celebrating his 21st birthday. And Post, he bought him a beer, went up, they had a beer together, was talking to his whole family. It was like the sweetest and coolest thing I've ever seen, all in one video.
2: No, I didn't see that. Yeah, How the, sweet. It was
3: in the past couple months, and it just said that um, the guy's kind of normally a quiet and reserved person, but the fact that he idolizes Post Malone, he just Happen to be at this bar and restaurant And Posty like, bought him a beer and they're just like chit-chatting Aww. Over a beer he, cool. just, he
2: loves his fans and he's so good to them So that that's a really cool thing Can't wait for the new music to come out Also trending this morning is Billie Eilish Poor Billie, she took a spill at week two Of Coachella So she of course made a joke About it um, As she fell flat on her face after the stage Had gone dark Fans couldn't see her take a spill But they could definitely hear it But still she didn't miss a beat before she surprised the crowd with a very special guest it was cute because she goes oh look an empty seat who's that for everybody can you please welcome my friend haley williams so haley williams from paramore jumped on stage with her and performed the paramore's big hit misery business song. Haley told the crowd it was her first Coachella. She was loving it. What a fun surprise too. I love that about Coachella when they bring out the surprise guest. That's always fun. You never know what's
3: going to happen. But you and Billie Eilish have something in common this weekend. It has nothing to do with the the girl from Paramore.
2: We both fell on our butts. <laughs> Actually, she I think Billy fell face forward. I fell on my butt. Oh, she had the front, you yeah. had the back, and <laughs> so, she
3: was covered by uh, under the cover of darkness. You were on a court for everyone to yeah, see. Yeah,
2: everyone saw me, so that was uh, the the one big difference there. And then finally, this morning, dating up is trending. So a new poll came out that reveals just how difficult today's dating scene can be. Sixty percent of people say that when it comes to a potential new romantic interest, they're looking to date up. Or find someone who can improve their lifestyle or help them meet new friends or take them on more vacations. Also, 70% of respondents believe dating someone who is doing well in life will help improve their own life. On a related note, 72% of people say they felt like they settled for second best in earlier relationships, like like you know, when you just settle, mm-hmm. what was that noise? No, it's just like Ooh. oh, I settled. You know, now, now they feel like they can do better, but um, they they want to get something out of the deal. You know, they're looking for uh, it. Sounds like it's a
3: sugar daddy or sugar mama is what it is. <laughs>
2: it kind of sounds like that. I want it? someone
3: to take me on trips, take me to fine dinners, do all these wonderful things for me. Okay, you want a sugar daddy or sugar mama? Uh, well,
2: a lot of people confirm it, and they're not denying it, and that is what's trending. This is
3: great. You're going to Disneyland. Coming. Up- up here in just about ten minutes. We've got that four pack of two day one park per day tickets to the Disneyland Resort. They're yours coming up at 9 40. Mariana Grande, seven rings on Mix 94.1. All
2: right. This is so exciting. I know. Oh my gosh. Lacy. Yes. How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, good. How was your weekend? It was great. It's a better Monday because you're Caller 20. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> right. You just won a four-pack of two-day, one-park-per-day tickets to the Disneyland Resort. You get to experience the long-awaited return of nighttime spectacular starting at this past Friday. It just started. Congratulations.
0: Oh, my God. Thank you. My kids
3: are going to be so excited. <laughs> uh, I love the excitement. Excitement oh and the God. energy, especially with the kids And two. Congratulations to Lacey. And you're qualified, by the way, for that grand prize, that which is a three-day, one-park-per-day tickets, plus a two-night stay at the Disneyland Resort Hotel. We have these tickets all week long at 940. And then Heather has your tickets coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Yeah. It's Machine Gun Kelly who shares a birthday with Mercedes. It's Mix ninety four point one Mercedes in the morning.
2: And did he ever respond to your birthday wish? From I him? I
3: did not see that. No, but I saw that.
2: <clears throat> ew. Okay. That was very
3: phlegmy of me. I saw that his girlfriend. Who's he dating? Megan Fox? Yes. She did a nice birthday tweet for him. She didn't do a uh, machine gun, a Merchella for, Mer, for Machine Gun Kelly.
2: No, he doesn't get Merchella. He
3: doesn't get Merchella. He doesn't a-
2: get Machina-chella. M- M- machine-chella? <laughs> Merchella? K- Kelchella? Kelchella? No.
3: He doesn't get Donnie Osman.
2: No, 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 no.
3: That's reserved for you, my friend. I
2: know. That was a day I will never forget. <laughs> what a good time that was. That is it for us on a Monday. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Make sure you keep listening. More chances. For you to go to Disneyland, we've got more tickets for you. Does Heather have some coming up? Or does yeah? No. Heather. Wh- when's the next
3: Heather in the five? Heather in the five. five o'clock hour. Yeah. Make
2: sure you are listening for those. That is on the way. We are out of here. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Make sure you are listening right now. It is time for the line of the day. <sighs> Mercedes,
3: she fell on Saturday at Brooklyn's volleyball game. Take a listen to this.
2: So I get out of my chair and I run, <laughs> and I kick that ball. Poo! But as I kick it, that floor was so slippery. I kicked it, and I just, <laughs> My leg slipped out from underneath me, and I went, whoosh! Fell on the court.
3: Guess what? One of the other parents, they caught it on video. They sent it in. I've got the audio. Do you really? I do. Take a listen to Mercedes falling. Oh! <laughs>
0: oh!
3: So dramatic. Sounds about right.
0: Sounds about
2: right.
3: <laughs> do you remember that reporter like 12 years ago? She was stomping grapes.
2: No. That, do you remember that clip?
3: It was like one of the first viral videos from like 12 years. Oh, yeah. When she, was, she fell off yeah, the thing.
2: She, no, I do remember. It was a
3: reporter doing a live uh, shot, and she was stomping grapes, and she fell, and she fell on the ground. But I love their reaction. This is the, They they automatically go back to the anchors in the studio. Listen to the anchors in the studio. It's so funny. Oh,
2: no. Oh, oh, oh boy, dear. I think she's actually hurt. No, I her. think she is. Yeah, she's Ouch. hurt. She took a
3: hard fall off there okay. oh, gosh i hope she's okay
2: <laughs> ouch moving on eric how's the weather gonna be today sunny and bright today is, gonna be nice out there for stomping grapes i'd be like dear lord mercedes just fell did you guys see that Whoa. speaking of falling fall is in the air I mean, fall is upon us, isn't it? The music is still playing. (laughs)
3: Well, that'll do it for show number 1611 of Mercedes in the Morning.